Welcome to episode five of Life is a Fetch Quest. Uh, I have here two lovely people, Harvey, James. How's the week been so far? Good. How you doing, Harvey? <laughs> yeah, that's. I just didn't want to. Intros are hard, aren't they? Intros are hard. That was fine. Yeah, I, I thought that was fine. I thought it was good. It's, it's not his usual lively self. I just, I just didn't <laughs> want to say. Um, what? He don't. He doesn't need to do. Do you want to do another take? I thought it was fine. Eh, I think it's fine. I'm um, just fine. let it run live, baby. Because this is yeah. where <laughs> starts. I, the only reason I live. said the only reason hmm. I said good like that is I wanted to avoid speaking at the same time as Harvey because it was like, oh, which one of us is going to answer first? I, I I feel like I feel like you guys got caught off guard a little bit. Little, no, little well, bit like, maybe. Oh, shit. I, I was just waiting for Harvey to talk, and it's like. Is he going to answer first? And no, I, was I, was like, just, I was just like, La. I was just yeah. smiling, man. smiling. <laughs> My thing was like, me. I'll just say something really succinct. I'll be like, good. <laughs> I'm good. tremendous. Tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. I'm tremendous today. <laughs> no one's been more tremendous than I have. God. The Trump impersonations have already started. Uh, my, my famous comment one. I've just been the most tremendous person. I've heard the best. <laughs> I don't know. You got me all self-conscious yeah. about my Trump impersonation now, <laughs> and now it's all broken. It's, it's it's the best of the three. It, my my, I can't. I'm normally really good at impersonations. I can't do Trump for some reason. He's quite difficult. Yeah, I think you need need a little bit of what I have. A little bit of double chin, and that just like lets <laughs> the air flat hey, back man, and forth. If a I do bit. this, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I feel like we've gone off the rails so much that we have to start again. We've no, just... no, no, we just edit it. We just cut it. <laughs> I think this is fine. It's I'm just... waiting for the day where we do a show where I just don't have to <laughs> cut it up. So you much. have like the most anxiety about intros. <laughs> no, I. Oh, there's that fucking delay. It's fine. Everything's fine. Intro. I thought the intro was fine. I'm fine. I'll be fine. We're all fine. <laughs> all of us is going to be so cool. the seeds of chaos. Seeds oh, of doubt. Man. We've been, uh, you know what? Let's talk about what we've been playing or how's life been. <laughs> Either one, one Either of the one. two. I have well, been playing I, I life, can... man. Yeah, you've been playing life. <laughs> yeah, with lockdown over, man, I've been just living it up. Oh yeah, his his I... Instagram is like every fucking night he's out like yeah. eating and fucking spending, throwing cash around and shit. Yeah. I went out. I've been out like twice since lockdown lifted. Once to buy a book. Which, by the way, was crime and punishment after talking about Silent Hill 2 last week. <laughs> I found it in a bookstore and I'm like, yep, now I want to read this now. Yep. And the second time was, yeah, to go out for, for drinks with him yesterday. But other than that, like, it's nothing compared to what he's been doing. God Fucking damn. Number one party boy. No party, but just catching up with people, man. Like, the human connection, man. It's, it's so different than, than having to speak on, on the phone or via zoom mm. meetings man or communicating with us because apparently we're not human <laughs> <laughs> that's it <laughs> wow i feel i feel like the pot uh, the the um pandemic pressure is just kind of like yeah it does feel a little bit like well, that yeah like for us anyway but I, uh, when uh, you've been under lockdown for what was it like three months and then you got two weeks in june and then back into four months of lockdown it, it pretty much feels like the entire year we've just been situated entirely in our apartments yeah not fun yeah just pent up when you start getting sick of video games that that's when you know you've been inside for too long 
Ooh, yeah, okay. Yep, 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 yep. I don't, yep. Think, I don't think I've ever gotten that, man. I don't think I've ever gotten sick of video games. Yeah, well, you still work, like, all the time. Yeah, that's true. I use video games as procrastination for my work. <laughs> yeah. I, f- I feel like I, I've, I've there's been two points in my life where I've gotten tired of video games, and it's kind of usually around something I've played that's been so mind-blowing that it's like, oh, nothing else is going to be this thing, and then I just stop playing games for about a couple of weeks, and then I just find something else that's really good. But I'm, I'm in that, like, weird space where it's I've gotten so much old games that whenever I get tired of one, I'm like, oh, I might jump into this for like an hour and, and just like endlessly jump back and forth. I've never finished a backlog ever. It's just endless. Well, that's the whole point of the backlog, right? It's just, it's just always going to be something on your backlog that you're never going to get around to. It's oh, an unfulfilling man. feeling, honestly. Yeah. I've specifically played games to finish them because they've been in my backlog for so long and it's never what you want. You finish it, you just go like, Oh, I could have done anything else. That was there was a reason I stopped playing that game. You know? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. It, it just it, it gets yeah. There's maybe that's like the trapping of a backlog, though, right? What, Where what's, it's like, what's a game? What's a game that's been on your backlog for so long? You just <sighs> never, never gotten around to it. I got a good one. Should I go first since I got one? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, you go. I need to think about this. Persona Five. I started playing that game before I moved to Melbourne three years ago and I still haven't finished it. And I've been playing it off and on again for the last three years. And I think I spoke about this to you guys off air, but like I'm, I last time I played it, I got to the ship, mm. the ship palace. And that's where I am. And I don't know if I'll ever leave that palace because <laughs> it's so fucking just irritatingly tedious. boring and te- yeah, tedious is the word mm. yeah. relentlessly tedious mm. it's that <laughs> thing i have with this is a bit early in the podcast for a rant but it's that problem i have with japanese game developers it's like why yeah. why do you think playing games are jobs in japan you work all the time and then in your free time you come home and play persona 5 and it's just another form of work this isn't fun <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's towards the social link system where it's like all the time management in that game is like the best thing and the worst thing because it gives me nothing but anxiety. Like you start <laughs> the day. Yeah, go. <laughs> it's just the characters are so endearing and the story is so good. And I yeah. just want to find out what happens to those characters I like, but I can't go through that. Even the battle system, which is great. It's a great yeah. fucking battle system. One of probably my favorite turn-based. So, so turn-based that it almost doesn't feel turn-based. Mm. Even that has started to lose its shine unless I fight bosses and it's a bit more complicated because yeah. it just gets easier to figure out. It's like, I know what to fucking do. Oh, man. I, but, like, you're not that wrong. That game, the game is 140 hours. It's 40 hours too long. Yes, yeah. That game is exactly one dungeon too long. Like, I feel I, like... I would argue too. Please, sure. take, get, get rid of the ship dungeon. Get rid of the space dungeon. I hate that spaceship oh, dungeon. That is the worst. That, that I can't remember what the puzzle is, but there's one point where you have to figure out a specific way to go. And if you don't know what it is, like you're just running around in circles for, I think I did it for two hours. And it's like, this is two hours of my life where I achieved nothing. And even, <laughs> even the great music of Persona 5 starts to get on your nerves when you've been stuck in the same fucking dungeon. I don't know how many times, I could probably recite the fucking, even though I like the casino level, that level is so long that I just got so sick of Spin that dice. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's like, oh, God. I like 
that song, but not after four hours straight of hearing it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking change it up, Atlas. Also, I feel like I know exactly which puzzle you're thinking about. Is it, I, I don't know if it's the bank one or the space one, but it's where you're in like a chamber and you have to like rotate or it's like a maze almost. You have to get to the yeah, other that's side it. and you have to yeah, that, no. that. Because as soon as you started saying it, I, I fucking winced. I winced <laughs> in boredom. I saw your, you lean more into your hand as soon as I said, like, yeah. rotating puzzle. And you're like, the oh. only, for, for the record, the only Persona 5 song that I could, that they could, could put in a dungeon and I would listen to it forever and never get sick of it is Beneath the Mask. Because I yeah. have that as, like, work music when I work sometimes, like it's a 10-hour so version on mm. YouTube. Yeah. And I never get sick of it. It's so good. And I love I, how in Smash they have the, like, up-tempo version yeah yeah it's, oh, it's and tremendous the jail music the mix of that and smash is fucking great too I'm sure uh, to when you go them. see igor or victor or whatever his name is you uh, know where you, where you um, execute your personas and shit it's just that cool uh, piano like that 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 fucking song is great and the mix of it uh, and smash is amazing yeah or what's yeah. it called again Aria Aria of the yeah. Soul. it's got a really cool name yeah aria of the soul yeah, that's yeah, in every episode. It's so good. I love the remix of that in Smash. It's great. I remembered what my game is that I, I like really try to get into multiple times. And this was like mm. in my go back and play like a bunch of Japanese only like SNES games. And it's Far yeah. East of Eden Zero. Um, so it's an RPG by Hudson Soft, which is a. Uh, I remember Hudson Soft, the little B logo. Yeah. Now it's part of Kanada. God, they made some crap. They made, they <laughs> they made, made Bomb Man 64. <laughs> and those assholes made Mario Party and cursed us all. Uh, I love Mario Party one. God damn it! Um, uh, but but yeah, to their credit, like Bomberman sixty four multiplayer was still good. Just the horrible single player game was. I mean, no one ever played Bomberman for single player, so I guess they're off the hook. Yeah, I vaguely remember playing that adventure game. Anyway, yeah. God. So like, I I was looking at that like I, I didn't even know they did RPGs. I was like, oh, so I started with like this. I think it's called Super Shell Adventure Two or something like that. Or something something along the lines of that. It's a Japanese yeah. title. But um, that game has like a game breaking glitch about like 20 hours into the game. And like, oh, uh, but I enjoyed it up to that point and I kept hearing really good things about the Fire East of Eden series. Mm. So I go, I'm going to give this a shot. And I just, I make it like past the first dungeon and I just drop it for no reason. And like, I can't think of why I drop it because like the story is really interesting and the characters are like fine, they're <laughs> pretty anime. But like the battle system's kind of interesting for like a 90s turn based RPG. The art style is really cool. The music is fantastic. Um, but I don't know why. I just keep fucking dropping that game. And it's like always in always in my backlog. It's in my like favorite list. On... I've never even heard of it. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it's... It never really got that much buzz outside of it. Like usually... Oh, I like the, I like the Golden Age anime art. We're just looking it up. It's got yeah. very kind of golden era anime kind of art. One game on my backlog that you guys will probably hate me for. Mm. And I think James will be... It's Persona 5. Very, very... <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious if you said Persona 5 and then I went to the opposite side and just defended the game <laughs> after just ragging on it. Because yeah. as much as I yeah, have... Like, hold on like, a second. I equally love it. Yeah. Last of Us. The first one. The first one. That's such really? a great game. Yeah. It's so easy to play. It's because... I had The Last of Us and it was the last game I played on my PlayStation before it died. It's still got the disc of Last of Us in my PlayStation. Oh, yeah, but yeah. that game has been PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I know. And like, I know. That's why. It's like, it's, and it's, like, I, 
even if you were like, oh, it was spoiled for me, so what's the point? It's like I've replayed that game knowing everything about it, and it's just an enjoyable game to yeah, play. I just never it's got around so, to it. It's so much easier to play than Last of Us 2 in the sense of like it just flows in a moment-to-moment interesting mm. gameplay sense better than number two. Number two is a lot of go into a room, shoot or stealth guys, and then scavenge and then go into another big room with open areas where you go and do some cool rope puzzles, but there's not enough of them. Mm. And number one breaks it up a lot better. You've got the part where you're pushing the car. You've got the part where you get the sniper rifle. It just constantly does like clever little things that, bring you out of the monotony of like, oh, I'm just in a room, kill enemies, puzzle, move on, you know? Is this because... It's more inventive. Yeah, it is. It is a really good pacing. I think it's got better pacing than two. Is this mm. because, like, you got up to a certain point in the game, PS3 died, and you're like, I don't want to have to go through this period all over again? Because I feel like that's what I felt with FF7. Yeah, when, part, part, like, partially the, that. Like, you just yeah. don't, like... Part part of it is like you know I've got to buy it on the next gen, so I got to pay more money for it. That you know, I I paid money and kind of wasted because it never finished the game, and I I really wanted to finish the game. Yeah, My PlayStation Three died. You were enjoying it up until that. Point. Yeah, what did you get up to? Oh, fuck, I can't even remember. Okay, pro- pro- probably like uh, about two thirds of the way. Mm. Yeah, I feel it's like that's why. Right, I feel game. like we're yeah. talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was just it was just a really shit luck, and I've never gotten around to getting it again. I've had games like that though. I've had games that have done that to me. Mm. That could have been near Automata, but I just stuck it out and was like, "No, I'm gonna fucking do it again." <laughs> and of all the games to lose your save file, it's the fucking mm. game where you have to play through it again anyway, even if you don't lose your save file. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. We've been there, but I, I guess I didn't have the problem of the whole console dying. Although I did have PT, PT on my PS4, and then my console fucking died one day, and I had to reboot the database, and I just lost PT on it, and now I can't ever get it back. I don't think I ever deleted PT of my PlayStation, but it's not there anymore. You I must have. I've never formatted it. Because if you never delete it, you keep it forever, and your PS4 yeah. is worth a lot more if you've got it on. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mm. It's so weird. See if you anyway, can, um... Should we talk about some of the things that we've got? Sure. Um, I I mean I'll give you my update life update. I've moved in, as you all know. Mm-hmm. Very excited. I like this place. Moved out of the dumpster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I finally crawled out of the dumpster with my little. No longer sack. homeless. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into Hades. Um, just <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm just glad to be in. I mean, we're still unpacking, but like, I'm just glad to be in this place. Like, I settled probably quicker than I did the last place because it wasn't a six-hour drive; it was a yeah. five-minute drive. Um, and it's nice. It's like really homely, and as you can probably hear from the echo, like I'm have a separate office room right now, like drum kit, bunch of stuff, desk. But I gotta like make some furniture and fill it up a little bit because right now it's super echoey. Oh, yeah. Cardinal sin of podcasts don't rotate away from the mic, <laughs> and I just did it like um, four times. <laughs> you were just like talking to your house instead of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you guys think? I should do that. Um, but yeah, um, that's me, really, and it's just more Hades. Like I, I downloaded the um, Pirate uh, Warriors. Demo. Oh, how is it? How is it? Oh, I haven't played demo. it because I can't oh, pull okay. myself away from Hades. But I think I'm going to play it tonight after this. Because I need a break from 80s. I'm actually I'm getting... quite interested, even though it's... I didn't even know there was a demo. I'm going to go home and download it right yeah, now. Even though it's yeah. a Dynasty Warriors game. It looks pretty mm. fun. 
I really, really liked Hyrule Warriors. I really got into that game, and I hate Dinosaur Warriors, like, mm. top to bottom. But mm. I really liked it. Like, they make... This is the basing of the original. Like, I'll have my own thoughts on uh, the sequel. I can't remember what the subtitle is. But, um, yeah, I, I just liked how they kind of pulled in the Zelda stuff that you wanted to. They had, like, a... Like, the main campaign is a main campaign. It's a Dynasty Warriors, but, like, the they had a challenge map. Yeah. Um, which is really interesting because it was, like, really, like, bite-sized challenges but were kind of almost taught you how to play Dynasty Warriors better. Um, Sorry. Can you see that? See what? Paper yeah, bag. What the hell? It yeah. looks like the head from the beginning of PT. You can't Thank see you. it from where you are, but there's, like, moisture at the bottom of it. Ew! <laughs> I just looked over to my left and I forgot we had it because that's just where what our dinner was in. I just looked over and I was like, "What the fuck are we in PT?" Also, There's what the fuck did you guys seven head in there? Ew. <laughs> we had Mexican. Oh, okay. So like Greece Central. Oh no, no Mexican. We had Spudbud. What is Spudbud? Ew. Spudbar. Spudbud. Anyone remember any quotes from PT? That's not. It's ten forty nine at night. Just <laughs> something, something about. Yeah. Just the radio, man. Just the radio. I hate you guys so no, much. It had like a slowed down, weird voice that talked yeah. to you, and it was very creepy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Rob, have you seen the Mandalorian yet? No. Season two. Oh no, my I'm gosh, not. it's so good. Oh man, I have to finish season one. I made it like. Oh my god, you haven't finished season one. No fuck. Yeah, I wrong I, you know what happened? You know what happened is that I no watched... boys, no Mandalorian. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I live a very boring life. We no, have I, time I, for Picard, though. What the hell? Picard was different. I was promised a good show. <laughs> um, no, I, I I watched most of Mandalorian because my older brother um, got me over here. So he was like, "We're watching Mandalorian." We just did not stop watching it, and then I fully intended to get a Disney Plus subscription, and then it just kind of didn't. And then just that was kind of the end of it, and I didn't want to go through the whole route of acquiring it through means. Um, but I should go back and watch it. I should just get a Disney Plus subscription at this point. Just yeah, just it. get it. And then you can watch the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's pretty bad. good, yeah. That's a great that's documentary. Yeah. Oh, God damn it, I was about to say that. That and Sneakers are my two favorite episodes of that series. Yeah, the ice cream one is strangely compelling. I don't know Did you why. watch the video game one? No, not yet. Uh, I don't have cool. Disney Plus that often. It's always the first one to go when I have to sacrifice a stream. Wait, it is, it it is, it is overpriced for what it yeah, is. Did, yeah. he, it, did he do a video play. game episode? He did, Sorry. yeah. It was one of the first ones he did. Yeah, let me just pull it up. It, it's, it's a lot of retro gaming, though. I'm done with that. What's his name, Jeff? <laughs> what's his what's name? His name? Just look up sexy Jurassic Park photo and you should find it. I love the picture of him on the, on the fucking title screen. It's like, um, it reminds me of that movie with, um, oh God, I can't remember the actor's names. The Brothers? Which Brothers? That's Step the name Brothers? of the movie. Brothers. Step Brothers. Uh, Step Brothers. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. The same, it's the same kind of pose as the photo hmm. for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, be... 29 minutes of gaming. Oh well, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know why this reminds me, but um, did you guys ever end up watching High School? No, no. I've seen it many times. Like on the, I think it's on. Is it on Netflix? Netflix? On Netflix? Yeah, it's a Netflix yeah. produced one. I haven't got around to it, but there's so much content. So yeah. much content. 
I I, th- I find it really cool. It's really well produced, but it's like if you already know like the gaming industry history, it's kind of like you like one or two facts that are interesting. But it's good for someone who is kind of like interested in the industry or just like the history of games. Like I showed it to my girlfriend, and she was actually like really hooked for a while. Mm. Um, there's one episode I actually really like of it is that they kind of centralize it around um, like Nintendo's marketing and the head of marketing at the time, like she's, I forgot her name, but she's not really talked about a lot in, you know, the rise of Nintendo and all that sort of stuff. They focus a lot on her and her, like how she kind of strategized like the rise of the NES. And so I thought it was super fascinating. Yeah, check well, that out. What specifically made you... <clears throat> About that episode, more about like trying to how they, how she thought about resuscitating like the American gaming industry after Atari. And it was like through little things about like, okay, we have to, and this is kind of more, more known, but like we have to kind of like redesign set NES to make it not look like, I mean, we got to make it like kind of sleek and modern, at least in the eighties, but also make it more look like a toy rather than a like video game system so like moving away from the whole atari design like that kind of like wooden panel box um like even introducing nintendo power and like the nintendo help desk were marketing strategies because they wanted you to finish games as quickly as possible to buy another one and so like you know Mm. that's why like nintendo power has all these guides and like deep dives into games and maps because it's like they you may think they're spoilers but they're encouraging you to finish and buy new games as quickly as possible so it's almost like artificially reviving like gaming buying habits in like the 80s i I thought that was like yeah that makes sense but also like how how has no one thought of that before do you remember like buying those game guides like the playstation game guides like all the cheat codes and everything yes like magazines how cool how cool is it back then like it was really (sighs) like even games that i didn't have i was like oh man yeah yeah that's how I found about Silent Hill 1. It was like, like there was a, it was like PlayStation official mag that I got with like an Echo bag or something. And it had like the, like this like part one of Silent Hill like game guide. I'm like, what the fuck is this game? There's yeah. definitely um, people going to be listening to this going, what the fuck is an Echo bag? <laughs> oh yeah, right. You know what? I'm not, you know, we're not doing your work for you audience. Go Google Echo <laughs> Queensland. It's Depending on show. which country you're googling that from, it could come up with completely different things. Yeah, I, I keep thinking we can test that. We should we should test that theory. <laughs> right, yeah. So yeah, Google Echo Bag and let us know what you get back. Yeah. <laughs> Send in your replies to our Twitter. Um, yeah. So uh, there was another E-K-A-K-A, one. I- E-K-A-K-A, right. E K K A. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. What is what is the is it the Royal Easter Show that's your guys down in Melbourne? No, I think it's just Royal Melbourne show. Yeah, the Royal Melbourne show. There's also the Bean Lee show back in Queensland. You wow. that one? I, yeah. Oh, I man. To, it's, like a, it's like a budget echo. It's, um, I don't know. It's fine, I guess. I don't want to rag <laughs> on. Sorry, excuse for, for an no, echo. Is Bean Lee still a... Oh, God. This Bean is Lee, really Bean off the rails. Who gives a shit? Yeah, Bean, Bean Lee's so good. <laughs> I came here to hear yeah. about video games, assholes. Not Brisbane fucking <laughs> Brisbane suburb debate. Oh god! I, I, I remember. 
I remember getting off the train at Beanley and being very scared for my life and also somewhere realizing that I don't think they had shirts there's like there. A 48, there's a 48-year-old man being like, ah, now they're talking my language. Beanley. Yeah. Beanley no. that, that actually is our target demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it kind of is. There's like 30, like 20, was it? 29 to, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah. I will, I will say this before we get to uh, to uh, like what you've been playing and 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 that sort of stuff. But um, one of my favorites, favorite little like game guides, like I I, I can't remember how I even got it, but it was like a full Final Fantasy VIII game guide with like it was color pages, color screenshots, like top to bottom, all these strategies, and like to the point that they had like this huge guide full of the uh, triple triad card mini game in that game. We have to talk yep. about Final Fantasy VIII in one of our episodes. <laughs> I, uh, for listeners at home, a friend of ours recommended we talk about it, and yes, we need to talk about Fast and the Furious mm. Final Fantasy. Friend of the kid. show. That's friend what you say. Hey, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Makes you sound fancy. Yeah. <laughs> friend of the a, show. A bow yeah, tie um, just immediately appears upon your neck. Yeah, <laughs> a little monocle and little Monopoly hat. Yeah. Did um, you did you never get those game guides like the I, from the I, magazines? I I have. Do you guys remember N sixty four Gamer? Yep. Yes, sir. N sixty four Gamer was my jam when I was a kid. Um, it was basically like the unofficial bad boys, uh, Nintendo Australian is Australian only uh, magazine, and it was just full of some fucking degenerates. But you know, <laughs> as like a fourteen year old, you you think that kind of humor is funny, and it's kind of charming even now thinking back to it. Um, but that yeah. was my my go to magazine, and they had a, a a game guide special where they just compiled all of the walkthroughs and game guides they ever did into one magazine. And that thing was my bible. I picked yeah. which games I was I was going to buy from just having that thing because it made me could be like, oh, that looks interesting. Because rather than um, it just be a review with a couple back back then, a couple of screenshots or whatever. It was like yeah. I could go through the whole game and be like, "Oh, look at that level! Look mm-hmm. at that level!" Mm-hmm. And so as a result, it's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go and you know, I'm gonna go buy those games." Um, yeah, I don't think I would have ever made it through Ocarina of Time without that thing. Like, I didn't use it. I basically my my rule when playing Ocarina of Time the first time was try and do it myself until I get absolutely stuck or have no fucking idea what to do, and then yeah. I'd revert to the game guide. So that thing was a life. Uh, a lifesaver back then but yeah I, I still i still have it hmm. wow. i still have it stored away somewhere oh, I, I, never, I never got rid of it because it's like i don't know i was i think um ocarina of time 3d came out and it's like i'm still gonna need it for that <laughs> <laughs> just stop these old ass books and you're like it was, it was a weird feeling using this like playing this contemporary like software on a 3ds and using this old n64 fucking Guide. Was, it, was it still right? It was still no, right. it was it was perfect. Oh everything was even the obscure, like the hot pieces and stuff. Everything yeah. was in the same spot. It just wow. the, the screenshots were blurry as fuck, <laughs> and I had like a much nicer looking version of the game. Yeah. Oh man, did you um did you ever get um a oh, mine? Hang on a second. Nope. Not good. It's not me. I think it was. I think it was my bad. Guys, another Cardinal Cinnabar podcast. Put your phone on silent. This is still shit talk. Don't worry. <laughs> our, whole, our whole podcast is shit talk. I mean, we like, we've started this, right? <laughs> it was an interest somewhere back, back here in the 20 minute mark or something. 
Oh man. Um. Yeah. Uh. What I was gonna ask is that did you guys ever get um hyper or NMS? And NMS is like uh, the yeah. Nintendo magazine. I, I love hyper. Oh, I I got hyper. I I was reading hyper until the day it died, like five yeah. or six years ago. Um. Yeah. I I just remember that's where I discovered like Doom and Quake and Resident Evil mm, 2. And mm. it was kind of like N64 Gamer, except a little bit more professional, a little bit more Sydney. Like it seemed a bit more kind of... A bit more big city. Yeah, a bit more big city. <laughs> I don't know, I just had that vibe about it. Because it wasn't just N64. It was like PlayStation and PC. And God, I still remember the editors and stuff, like Elliot Fish and... Yeah, man. I it's so funny you say it because I feel like that I feel like hyper started my like love for like gaming personalities like that paved mm, the way for me yeah. to get into like you know like Giant Bomb and Easy Allies and uh, when game when there were some game trailers and all that um yeah like the, like you you kind of like were interested to see who would get which review it's like see you imagine if like you can, can you imagine if like N64 Gamer or Hyper had like a podcast these days? Would it be as good or would you take like the 90s kind of esque out of it and it's just, yeah, there's something off about it? I, I no, feel I like, that, yeah. I think they'd be all right, you know, in this day and age. Like everyone grows. It reminds me, um, mm. uh, I don't remember the editor of N64. I think his name was Nyron or something. Mm. But um, I was watching Good Game a few years ago, back when it was still on, and um, they had a section where they're like, oh, let's thank every- the whole team, everyone behind the scenes. And one of them was the editor of N64 Gamer, except he had no hair anymore. And I was like, I still recognize that dude <laughs> oh, from like the profile wow. pictures in the magazines. So he was still getting around. He was still involved how, in games. How the hell would they be now? They'd be like... Well, so like that was like N64 era. They, would, they were in their 20s. Mm. So now they'd be like, you know, middle-aged men. 40s, yeah. 50s. Yeah, 40s. Oh. Early, early, early to mid forties, I guess. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And it just it was so, such a weird, different landscape for like game editorial stuff in Australia. Like, I feel like I remember. <clears throat> I remember that's the only way you could find out about new games, like yeah. reading about in the magazines. Mm. Yeah, like yeah, because yeah. even even game trailers and ads weren't that yeah. common back then. Yeah. Internet yeah. was not was not as uh, widespread. Oh, even just sometimes I literally remember going to a video shop and being like, hey, there's a new Mario game. Yeah. That was the first I heard about it or like seeing it in fucking Big W or something. Like you literally would not find out about the game until it was out. And as yeah. far as new consoles, forget this modern day shit of like PS5s are sold out until next year. It's like, oh, there's a new fucking Nintendo. Cool. I yeah. guess I'll start bugging my mom about that. Yeah, actually, I, I remember the, the hype around PS PS2 and uh, uh xbox like that's when i think advertising yeah, but the games... internet was around then yeah no I'm but t- even even be like even non-internet like i'm talking like n64 ps1 <laughs> like there those was, days there man. was like hectic playstation 2 ads everywhere like on buses and and on tv by the time the ps2 yeah. came like i was already in full kind of um console war mode where mm. we knew everything about the enemy and we were prepared to go at them with our own facts and shit all that pointless shit you do when you're a teenager and you realize before you realize that you get older and it doesn't fucking matter just play whatever you want to fucking play yeah and we're seeing it all again with the ps5 launch (laughs) the xbox launch actually i read an interesting article today like tempering people's expectations about the next gen consoles which is exactly what i've been thinking about lately it's like these are going to be the least impressive least biggest jump next gen consoles we have ever had 
yeah. because of coronavirus, because of just the way that technology is. It's going to be more about convenience and loading and like just simple like everyday shit. You're not going to see massive graphical jumps, at least not for a few years and stuff. Like it's going to be, people are all excited and they're getting their boxes <clears> and they think it's going to be like the next coming of fucking video game Christ. But then they, I, I, I'm, I'm waiting for it, man. I'm waiting for the internet just to be like, I fucking bought this PS5 and it's the New same games. shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like people are too entitled. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're so you know it's it's the social dilemma thing. It's yeah. like they've all just been conditioned to be like, you need these, you need them now. It's like you don't really need them now. I mean, and at what point like does like the diminishing returns happen for development, right? Like, like it, it, I don't think it can get unless we have better tools to make games. I don't think it could get actually much better than this at the moment. You know. Yeah, it's, I, I think I just, it's. Yeah, go on. Sorry, yeah. I just, I was just thinking, just like, um, <laughs> I was just, I was it's thinking, delay, it's like, yeah, it's freaking me out. I, I was thinking more like, I feel like I've made my peace with with like console launches this generation. Like, I'm super not excited for either console, like lineups, technology, anything, even like uh, like the when you guys were because we're gonna talk about it, the controller reveal, the mm. controller function reveal, I guess. It's just hmm. kind of like, cool. It's a controller, and you please play video games. Like, yeah, I think the technology you know, behind it looks really is like really cool. It's really innovative, but it's like nothing, nothing that's like groundbreaking. You know, I am actually the the biggest reason I'm excited to get my new Xbox in. What is it like eight days? Hmm. Um, that sounds right. I, I think the biggest re- the thing I'm most excited about to get my Xbox is just the fact that it's an Xbox because I haven't had one since like the original Xbox. Did you have a 360? I had 360, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been a long time since I had an Xbox, and I'm kind I'm going to get a PS5 eventually. But it's just kind of it's a bit novel to be like, oh, back into the Xbox. <laughs> you know? Like that's the that's the most exci- exciting thing to me. I'm just kind of I don't know. I really it sounds like a stupid reason to get a console, but it's like I really just like the the look of the Series S too. It's just a neat little Did white you, looking box. Do you remember the Xbox like the Xbox original UI? Like yeah, the menu? yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> to this day, I have like a burned CD that I saved as a soundtrack on that because yeah. it's like the big <laughs> fucking X logo yeah, on the it's, left. It's like, it's like a Winamp kind of. Yeah, thing. and it, it was like inside a sphere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember thinking it was the coolest shit when I got it. And oh, now- dude, it was fucking great. I used to just look at my save files because I'm like, ooh, look at the way that they're floating around, man. They're like attaching yeah, themselves yeah. to the sphere and I'm in a chamber. And then, uh, and then you could like put your own like music playlist and play your, yeah. play your music while you're playing your games. So yeah, dude, that I love nice. that shit. I loved like, because that's when I started playing in bands and stuff in high school. Yeah. And like, that was the primo time of like, I can still listen to this music and like play Halo or something. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh, I actually briefly got into racing games for a little while because they were the best games to have your soundtrack on. <laughs> like, yeah. and just yeah. play. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The bike burnout was a great example. I don't know if Burnout actually had custom soundtracks, but I just remember Burnout 3 being. As a term, I, I had like Sega GT, and you could, that was one of the games you could put custom soundtracks in. And that mm-hmm. game was shit, but you could drive around listening to your own music. Yes. I actually. The best one was the weirdest one I ever did was like there was this game called Legends of Wrestling and it was like a oh game God. where it was a game where like all of the um they weren't meant to look realistic. It was like Xbox PS2 so the graphics were yep. getting pretty good at doing like faces and stuff. But mm. they were like action figure extreme versions of like 80s wrestlers so like Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair and like The Undertaker. Mm. And it was like 
it was, it was pretty much just a multiplayer fighting game. It wasn't really sim or anything. And yeah. it was you know, it was a fun party game, but it was broken and kind of shit. But the best thing about it was, for some reason, it had custom soundtracks, like while you were like beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> and to this day, I will never forget like the hilarious sense of like playing as like Hulk Hogan in Legends of Wrestling while I listened to the Smiths. Like oh singing, God. like fucking heaven knows I'm miserable now. Like heaven oh knows I'm miserable now. As you beat someone over the head oh with a God. chair. Oh my God. I'm gonna track down a copy and just put Four Non Blondes thirty times on the Xbox and just play that over and over again. <laughs> oh, I don't know why nobody thought of just putting Hulk Hogan's theme song on as you play the song, so you could be like real American as you're beating people over oh the head. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Like the- How is Trump not using that as his like rally music? <laughs> He does. Yeah, isn't yeah really hillbilly kind of music? What he's using Hulk Hogan's not, not Hulk Hogan's, but like that kind of. I music. am a real American, but for yeah. the rights of every man. How is he not using that? That is the most oh, obvious choice. Fight for your life. <laughs> we should we should clear some space in this in the edit to just to put that in, just like the just the twenty nine seconds, so we don't get a copyright strike. If you guys want. If you guys want, I'll just sing the whole fucking song. I don't think he can get copyright strike if you're singing it. If you can, a- you can. Yes. Well, yeah, you can. It has to be less than 30 seconds. It's the DMCA. WWE are going to come after us. They're litigious bastards. Vince McMahon doesn't fuck around. But also he does. <laughs> Donald Trump was in the WWE. He was. Yeah, he was. So yeah. It, all, it all circles back. Oh my Six God. degrees of separation, man. How oh, would it have been if they put him in a game? You could beat the shit out of him. I know like Arnie's in it as the Terminator and one of the newer ones. That was weird. Yeah. That was in um, Mortal Kombat, wasn't it? No, no, he's in a wrestling game too, like as the Terminator. Wait, what? Yeah, look it up, Harvey. Put put Terminator WWE, what is it, 2K these days? I guess yeah. 2K12. It's it's like a really good render too. It looks it it's like based on the first Terminator movie. Yeah, there he is. Okay, look it up, Rob. Two K sixteen Terminator. All right, they've got they've got a T one and a T two version. So they've got like the Arnie from T one with like the different hair and the the younger, wow. thing, the younger yeah. one. Yeah, this and must be the only a... this must be the only model in that game that actually looks good. That's I don't. Mean. I have I have no <laughs> idea. But yeah, I just remember he was in the game. Speaking of the Mortal Kombat thing, isn't like the Rambo that just came out actually voiced by Sly Stallone? The new idea. I think they actually got him to do the voice. But he sounds so old now. Yeah, he totally is. Like, yeah. Wait, he's totally old now, or it actually is him? Oh my god, look at the rock commander scores. ET Canada.com says Sylvester Stallone to voice Rambo, a new Mortal Kombat 11 multiple game. You soon get to be Rambo on Thursday. Sony announced So that's sad for him. I don't know, whatever you do, you sly. Yeah, man, you you got, you got to get paid. Um, we should talk about Hades because uh, just 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 measuring the temperature of the conversation. Seem a <laughs> little bit changed on some opinions. Just in the water. Let's yeah, see what Harvey thinks of Harvey first. Yeah, <laughs> I think of myself. Friends become all. enemies, enemies become friends. <laughs> what does Harvey think of Harvey this week? I haven't played it that much, to be honest. Okay. Um, I haven't played it, so 
<laughs> I'm still like up to the second bus. Um, fucking the bone, yeah, bone hydro, bone, bone hydro, yeah, yeah. learning. I've only died like twelve times. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have a favorite weapon? Uh the spear. Spear so far. Spear's oh. good. Spear. I can't with that weapon. I'm stuck. I'm stuck with a goddamn spear. You get all the backstab yeah, damage. Get, it's so the, good for you that. Get the return. Yeah. But I haven't tried the fists yet. That's a problem. No, the fists are like yeah. uh, when you're real good at the game because yeah. they force you to getting close. They're so difficult to use. So Not do you guys? Do you guys play it safe and like keep your distance as much as possible? I've become a gun user, so yes, very much so. I I always try and get the Athena shield for the dash. Yeah. To the dash immunity. I love the deflect dash mm. or the deflect that yeah, you throw out with your cast. Those one. are very useful. Yeah. 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 Interesting, because I'm the opposite. I I feel like I'm pulling like bayonetta um vibes into this where i'm like constantly in each other's face even with the bow and arrow i'll just dash in front of someone and be like <laughs> why why i don't know why something happens to my body i don't know i just like i mentioned this in, in a couple episodes how, back, how like many the, times have you died to like how often do you die very often very That's often <laughs> Especially now, hours, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm always up in people's grill. Like it's probably why I don't, I'm up with the spear. I don't even. Well, I was talking more in the sense of like, I think I don't think you hold runs as sacred as we as we do. I think you just kind of see runs as an opportunity to level up a bit and then start again. Whereas we're kind of like, this is the one man. <laughs> this is at least that's how I play. No, not really, not really. I, it's interesting because, like, I feel yeah. Because I feel like that a lot of people have that that inclination just because, like, roguelites have taught us that, like, this is the run, like, this is the run. Whereas that game, <clears throat> I don't know, the game feel, makes it very very easy to just like, okay, I fucked up this run. There's no coming back from this. I'm just gonna keep running into the lava. Um, <laughs> I've never it. done that. Man. I've never given up. You know, I there's did, a give up option in the menu. I've never picked it. <laughs> I, I ran into lava once because I was just I, I I had I think I got the spear three times in a row. Can I just, and I just got up to the point I was just like I got up to Asphodel. I'm like, man, fuck this shit. Stop Can I just hell. say I, I fucking hate the second the second world. I hate the I hate the lava. I hate the aesthetic. The river sticks. Yeah, and and just like unfortunately because it's a roguelike, having to go through that every time it's just that makes it so hard for me because it's like i fucking hate this part of the game oh. and i don't want to see it anymore it reminds you of d3 man like yeah, yeah. Like, diablo 3 aesthetics all the way also here's a hot take that you guys probably aren't going to agree with but does anyone else think the traps are a bit too much like we could do without the traps i use them a lot I use them. I I'm, I'm just so sick kills. of fucking accidentally dodging into them, and it's like, really, that's how I'm getting damaged. The fucking traps, like, it's not hard enough. I, I, I'm on. I'm kind of in the middle of you too, because, like, like I said, like I play this game like Doom, where I just don't stop moving, and sometimes that don't stop moving. Eventually, just, your dash runs out. Yeah, but like, yeah. well, you can still, you can still like dash, but there's like a small delay in, into it, so you kind of like. Dash, run for a little bit. Dash, run for a little bit. Dash, run for a little bit. And I've got, I've got the boon, which lets me dash twice. Um, <clears throat> not the boon, the um, the um, mirror buff, I guess. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like I just like 
I'm in the heat of a moment and I'm like dashing around like a fucking idiot. And then all of a sudden I'm like dashed directly into a spike trap. And I was like, God fucking damn it. Um, yeah. Especially when it comes to like the River Styx world. My, okay. My least favorite world in that game is Elysium. It's just there are so many asshole enemies like the shield bearers. The chariots. The chariots. The, chariots, the, yeah, I, the mini chariots. If I'm if I, I have a close combat weapon with the cha- with the mini chariots, I'm just like oh, I'm gonna come out with this like five HP because I can't. Yeah, because well, I use the gun, I don't really find them that annoying. I yeah. just hate the respawning cunts because you just lose sight of them and then they've respawned. It's like oh, here we go again. Then, I don't know. Like yeah. the traps. My problem with the traps is it just seems obnoxious. It's like you don't need this to make this hard for me. Like who decided that? Maybe like that's the kind of thing you add later on, much later in the game. It's like, do we need it? And like, do we need level two to have fucking lava? Like, and you know, I just, I don't know. Mm. No, I, 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 think, I think I think it's fair. I think the the amount of traps is fair. I don't think you've died enough to be as irritated as I am at it. I weirdly agree with you for Asphodel. Like, there's just like because it goes like barely any traps from um, <clears throat> Tartarus to. You have like this really limited space, and everything's island based in Asphodel. And then Elysium is like kind of pulls back from the traps a little bit. There's just like a lot yeah. of like javelins and those like mm, laser the arrow, yeah, the arrow stuff, yeah. Which like to, I I find them worse, but like they don't appear all that often, or mm. as like as as they don't cover as much as like the map as they as like Asphodel does. Like Asphodel. So here's here's a here's a fun thing that you'll experience if you ever like when you get to that point. Um, you can put modifiers, um, basically like you know how the hell you used to do in like FPSs where it's like oh I'm gonna put like big head mode and or mm-hmm. you know. So there's there's a part where you get to the third part of the game where you can do that before a run, but they're basically like options to make your game harder. And one of the, the entries is called extreme measures which basically completely changes the pattern of uh, um, boss. So um, with like the first boss is like, hey, now you're facing all three sisters at once. And they'll just kind of like tech and tag tournament happen every now and then. Game's and just shaking his head here. <laughs> and then the bone hydra, but the bone hydra one is the worst one because basically you have only the tiniest path to all the different hydra heads. Mm. There's already like fucking nightmare. twelve of them. Yeah, but imagine, imagine if that island was completely broken up and you basically had to like dash just, really accurately. To like, I didn't see at what point Supergiant went from being like narrative based fun games to just being like, oh yeah, we're gonna be Dark Souls now. <laughs> dark Souls, man. Speaking of Dark Souls, oh yeah, talking about games that uh, critically adored or critically panned that you loved slash hated. Really? Already? We had, like, like, there's so much stuff I wanted to talk about. And we can come back to it. Uh, yeah, we can come back to it. it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's, there's no order to... We can do whatever we want. This is our <laughs> podcast. We can do whatever we want. Just we right. can step as in as we want. It's just no one will listen to it, though, because it's so discombobulated. <laughs> I can punt a baby. Wait, what? <laughs> So a game that a game that's critically adored by a lot of people, but I hate, uh, are Dark Souls, the Souls series. Oh, that's why you any Souls like, yeah, <clears throat> actually. What is that? 
I have a I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of yeah. questions here. Yeah. Was that like an indignant sound? Or was mm. that... Oh no, no, I've got I, I actually have like something at the back of my throat. But also, yes. Okay. <laughs> but also yes at your choices. I, I, I have I have a lot I'm of just questions. I'm gonna nominate Harvey for editing this week. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Um I, it's so weird. I always imagined you as someone who'd really get into the Soul no, series. No, I hate him. Hate him. Yeah, that, no, that's, really? the same, that's the same feeling I had with Harvey. I thought he for sure would be into Souls because he's so such a completionist, so pedantic hate about him. this shit. I hate him. He did say the other week, though, that he hates dying in games. It's overly complicated. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Is that is that what gets you? No, like, I, what hate, is I, a... I hate unnecessarily dying. Like, rage-inducing deaths, which is Souls <laughs> in a nutshell. Yeah, it's also yeah, yeah. That, that, that's why I don't like like I've never really fully played Jedi. Is there a TV? Or Last something? Order. Or is that us? That's us. Okay. Yeah. Not here. That's why I've never played Star Wars. Um, Jedi Last Order. I th- I still say play that. It's a good game. You can get through. But it. it's it's so souls like. Just turn the difficulty down. You'll be fine. Check your ego, man. The experience. Check my ego. The experience. <laughs> Check your ego at the door. The experience of playing that game um, at a lower difficulty is worth it. Mm. Like, don't deprive yourself mm. of it. It's a good game. Plus, you love the Uncharted games, and it's very much... It's as much Uncharted as it is Dark Souls. Mm. Okay. If not more so. Okay. Wouldn't you agree, Rob? Yeah, I, I would say that. It's, it's. I got more Metroid vibes after the first hour than I did Dark Souls, in a weird yeah. way. I, I would say that. And it's got a great story. Like, I think James Wright, like, if you tune yeah, down the, the story, that, you get the ending, especially. I mean, it's yeah. probably you've been yeah, spoiled probably, for you, yeah. but like, the ending, especially, is fucking great. So, so I love I... that last fight. I love yeah. the last fight. I actually fucking love the, um, the villain. Uh, I can't remember her name, but the female Sith. Uh, I think it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's such a good fucking performance and she's such an interesting character. I just wish there was more of her in the game. She's great. Yeah. Every time she shows up is the best part of the game. I, I feel like when that, I will just say this, when that guy shows up at the end, it was both really great and just kind of... I love how terrifying it is. Yeah, it's super terrifying, but kind of weirdly bummed me out a little bit because it's just like oh we have such a great villain here already we don't yeah, need him here yeah yeah we had yeah. that scene in rogue one i can let it go i feel like she was just thrown to the side and it's like you actually had a really good villain here that you could have developed further but you know whatever yeah it was weird yeah. I, you're talking about ninth sister yeah the ninth system yeah yeah uh her name's like travelers or something Travis? That seems what? Close. it starts with Travis a t <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, the true villain of Jedi Fallen Order. You can just look her up anyway, it doesn't matter. Mm, but yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There's not really much more to say. I can I can understand why you hate Dark Souls games because even though I wouldn't say that I hate them, because I've tried many of them. Um I I have also I've never finished a Souls game because I just I can't do it. The the one I, I probably liked the most is the uh is Bloodborne. Bloodborne's actually. great. Yeah. I legitimately I've... love Bloodborne, but I also hate it at the same time. Mm. Mm. It's such a I've... well-made game, but I just wish that it would give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> you came to the wrong neighborhood, motherfucker. It's just... <laughs> no, like, I, I, I've I, never I... played a game where I've been more frustrated with, I want to see more. I'm so interested in this world and what I've mm. heard it does. And you just won't let me. It won't yeah. let me love it, you know? And I <laughs> maybe... <laughs> 
Let me love you. I hate that feeling. It's like I want to see the fucking nightmare stuff. I want to see the. I'm I'm forgetting because it's late. I'm forgetting the name of the kind of horror that it is. That you Love, know, Lovecraftian. The Lovecraftian horror yeah, yeah. stuff. I want to see the alien shit, and it just won't fucking let me. I'm stuck in Victorian London forever, fighting the blood-starved fucking beast or whatever. No, no, I beat that motherfucker, Lady. Yeah. Lady Bitchface, the dog woman. <laughs> the giant dog, the priest, Amelia, Vicar Amelia. Fuck Vicar that Amelia, bit. Yeah. So are you trying to tell me that Bloodborne is Cinder? Like, is, is that is that what I'm hearing here? Cinder? Bloodborne is what? What? Cinder? It's Cinder. I have no idea what that means. You it's don't know a, that. Yeah, anime trope. It's, it's, it's the, the, let's get the uh, I just Yeah, I've seen it spelled. I don't know what it means. <clears throat> The way you're pronouncing it, I couldn't make yeah. it out. Yeah, I'm not Japanese, guys. I can't pronounce this shit. <laughs> I'm a white boy living. What? I thought you were Japanese. Get out of this podcast. What the fuck is it? <laughs> um, like, I, I do have I, all your opinions are devalidated. <laughs> we just got to scrub through the last couple of episodes and be like, "Wow, that dude was white." Um, I, sorry, I, I was... as soon as you said scrubs, all I heard was, "I can't do it on my own. I'm no Superman." In before coming out, it's less than thirty seconds. We got it. Um, I'll say I'll say this about about Dark Souls is um, I reckon give Sekiro a try because I feel like it's it is a good middle ground between Dark Souls and Bloodborne. It's mm. it is still an asshole of a game. It is super much of an asshole of a game, but I feel like it that is ape. more. Oh fuck that ape! Everything except that ape. Oh, I was stuck in that fuck for goddamn ages. They just push it too far, man. It's like, it's already hard. Why Why are you doing... I had a really interesting discussion with, like, a lecturer at uni before I left about his hatred for the Dark Souls games and not because of, of like, his frustration playing them, but just how they've adjusted the mindset of difficulty in, like, the gaming landscape and yep. what they've done to the future development mm, of mm, games. Mm. And he doesn't approve of it. He's like, now you've got this, like false idea of like what difficulty is that is ostensibly uh, is just like wasting gamers time yeah that's the thing i fucking hate about dark souls games you can play them for three hours and achieve nothing if anything you may be worse off yeah like at least in hades you're always progressing yeah you can fucking waste a day playing fucking bloodborne and be like i i would have achieved more if i didn't play the game (laughs) you know don't fucking waste my time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, it's it's fine if you're a fucking like 14 year old with like all the time in the world or if you're some sad cunt in your fucking wife fronts in your mom's basement with nothing else to do who's never like touched a boob or whatever but like if you're a fucking human being with a job and shit you don't have time man yeah i don't yeah. have fucking time my time um, is valuable this just reminds me of like my initial audience, by the way. Well, you can edit it out. <laughs> no, you know, fuck them. It's fine. We, we, we're, yeah, this fine. is our, if we don't alienate at least one audience per episode, we're not doing our jobs right. We are not I, doing our jobs right. How many people are constantly yelling at IGN about things? It doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. <laughs> I will say, nothing really matters. Um, I, I had a similar experience with me. Like, I can yeah. hear his footsteps. Yeah, <laughs> That's my Vince McMahon fascination. It's Rolling like a it up, fucking freak. Vince, Vince Trump. 
Um, he's like 180 years old and he's like the most roided up fucker I've ever seen. Have you seen recent that, pictures of that guy? That man Holy is both shit. in shape and super not in shape at the same time. No, yeah. Um, I feel like he looks like he could run through a wall, but if he actually tried to, he'd have a heart attack when he took the first four steps. He's like, you know when you know what no, you're gonna do like like bodybuilder. We're looking up photos of him. You're gonna you're gonna do like physique or something. Like he's just he's like this he's like weird, he's like a I always used to call like Hulk Hogan when he got older, like a burnt sausage skin. He was like so tanned that he looked like a burnt sausage. Yeah. Vince McMahon is just like red and fucked up and veiny. And it's, no, that's still when he was young. Like you got to do current day, like with gray hair. He's this weird looking veiny gray fucking oiled up dude. Ah, it's just so fucked. Yeah, that shit. Look at that shit. Yeah, it's you know, he looks it like holds- Mandelbar from fucking Seinfeld, but actually like <laughs> like it up. If Hulk Hogan is a sausage, then Vince McMahon is a chorizo. It's a, he's a Spanish sausage. It's like red and veiny. Oh, it's <laughs> so weird, man. This is just a picture of him. Ah, uh, the picture of him and Trump, of course. Yep. Um. What the fuck were we talking about? Our oh, games that we that everyone loves. Dark Souls, Dark Souls, and then uh, yeah, I, I, I I'm gonna I say mine. Dark Souls. So, yeah. Say yours. Say yours, Rob. What's yours? So, if are we going critically plan, critically, pa- I want to type critically planned. Yeah, critically is, planned. So far, I feel like so far it's stuff that people love that you don't like because that was Harvey's. Yeah, and we should stick to that, and we'll do the opposite side. Um. People love that I didn't like Fantasy Star 4. Yeah, you got a real vendetta against Fantasy Star. You were ranting about them when you ranted about Final Fantasy. Oh, my God. The amount of people... So, so okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of where to start with this because it's so bad, top to fucking bottom. We really like, need, like, a soundbite that's like, incoming rant. Like, Hades was team talked about. God damn it. Um, it's just, it's, it's so, I, like, everyone, it seems to be this weird, like, critical RPG dial, darling that came mm. out, and it's been praised for its, you know, really great sci-fi story and anime cutscenes and all this stuff and great battle system, and I played it, I'm like, this was just Sega's answer to, like, fuck, we need to make a Final Fantasy, I guess, sure, and just, like, nothing about it is compelling, like, the map design is awful, the music is, like, I still don't understand. I don't understand people going like, "Man, Sega music is great." No, it's all terrible except for Streets of Rage. Oh, Streets of Rage, amazing music. I, yeah, we walked into and a clothing store. Oh yeah, Sonic's great too. We walked into a clothing store the other day. I think it was like JJ's or some shit, and they yeah. were playing some like top twenty shit. But before the vocals came in, the synth line sounded exactly like Streets of Rage. Oh, that's so good. I was about to start like beating people up and shit. It's like I'm pump man. I'm gonna punch this cashier in the face. <laughs> Burn <I'm not>. them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, like, um, like this thing. Like, I feel like you know, like the the chip that they used for it was like meant for like one genre, and that was it. Like, hmm. or two genres. Like, hey, either like Chicago techno or pop, I guess. Um, but yeah, like it was just like. The turn-based system is, like, terrible. Like, you don't know... If you don't have a manual, you're fucked because you have no idea what any spell does. The encounter rate is, like, just mind-numbing. And, like, 
think of every anime stereotype and put that in a video game. And apparently that passed one of the greatest games of all time. I'll say this, if like, if you want a better story about sci-fi intrigue, play the Grange Point. That's a fucking video game. But Nobody has stuff, ever heard of that, Rob. They should. You know why? Because it's too busy <laughs> sucking off Fantasy Star 4. And the whole series is terrible. So, like, we we had an audience and then we insulted all the Dark Souls games and that audience was halved. And then the small minority left were really hardcore final, like, Fantasy Star fans. <laughs> no just, like, just, like, beat that to the dirt. We, we haven't even started because when we get to my turn, it's all over. Like, <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. I just, like, I need to, like, collect my thoughts about how bad this game is. Um, mm. Imagine imagine backtracking in a faux open-world RPG in the early 90s on Wait, a Sega um, Mega Drive. How many, how many rounds are we going to do? Because I've got two each for the critically acclaimed and the critically panned. Do, so should you, we... You, you probably just have to do both. Okay, cool. Yeah, do, do, quick fire. So that's, that's just my thought. I just... I just I, I can't understand it, again on my quest of finding a good Sega game and just like found nothing but gutter trash and um, like Fantasy just, Star 4 was just like pfft. yeah just quick shout out to Streets Rage 4 which also had continued the tradition of fucking amazing music um, I'm just gonna say possibly my game of the year Streets Rage 4 didn't think it was gonna be that but hey I still love that game wow over Hades yeah. Huh? Over Hades? Hades? Uh, you just, you just ragged well, on about we, it. We didn't awesome. really get to the deep into the Hades discussion. No one, no one's even aware of where I stand with that the game. We can talk yeah. about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So you want to? Th- that's it. For Fantasy I, I'm gonna, Star. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say that like Fantasy Star Four is a trash game, and people who like it have trash opinions. <laughs> just the Sorry, most century yeah. comment there. Just like I okay. like. That's that's all I wanted to say. So I've alienated oh the rest of our audience. Um, so James, worries. it's about to get much worse. I'm <laughs> I'm about to fear for my life both on, both on this podcast and just people in the street. Oh, except man. no one knows who I am because um, I'm going after Nintendo. So I wonder if I'm going to agree with you on this one. You are not going to agree. Uh, <laughs> You're going to want to jump out of the computer and strangle me. Oh no! Uh, so should I go for both of them? I don't know which one to go, go for. Go first. for the most controversial one. Oh yeah. my god, they're both equally controversial. Actually, no. I feel like one is much more controversial, and the other one is like people will see my point, but Rob's gonna fucking hate it. How can you be so controversial yet so brave? Yeah. So which one do you want the 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 big the big departure, the one that you're definitely gonna hate? Yeah, go yes. do that one first. Yes. Yes. Metroid Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob has left the conversation. Uh, he literally it, has left the room. It's it's funny too because um when Harvey was like going through the list, most critically acclaimed. When Har- when Harvey was going through the list for like IGN games, yeah, and you saw Metroid Prime and you jokingly said it, I was just sitting here with my lip lip going, yeah, that's that's it. Um, for the record, you are a broken I- human being. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Come on, let me at least explain myself. Right. Um, for the record, I love the Metroid series. I love Samus. I love the Metroid series. I love Super Metroid. Um, I never played Metroid Prime 2, and I, I like Metroid Prime 3. I realize that's probably an unpopular opinion because it's probably my <sighs> least favorite of the three. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I like Metroid Prime 3. Um, Metroid Prime 1, God, I was so excited. 
I just, I found it just, uh, like so much kind of just the navigation wasn't there yet. The map wasn't clear enough. It's like, I want to be immersed in this. I, I like the world. I like the graphics. I like Metroid. I like the cool shit on the visor. I like the boss battles. But like, this is strangely coming back around what we were talking about before. Like that I didn't have the internet and shit. And I just kept getting fucking lost and turned around and walking around for a million hours and just being like this is should have got the prima game guide i spent all the money on the fucking game (laughs) prima game guides help you in your everyday life buy a metro prime one right now but just it was too cryptic it was too fucking cryptic and i just got bored and i just i don't know it made me forever hate the game um and yeah i don't know like i i kind of just mentioned it and then forgot about it but then in years past i've kind of seen people review all the prime games and some other people have kind of reciprocated what i said it's like yeah number one is just a bit too cryptic and i you get frustrated like trying to find out where you want to go and it's obviously just a product of the times because a lot of games are like that but that just happened to be (laughs) wrong place wrong time for me and i just did not enjoy that game and i gave up on it and never played it again did the did the trilogy the hd trilogy come out this year uh no no, 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 no. So we still only have like the the Wii version, basically, or the Wii, uh, Wii U version. Yeah. I, I, I say this. I'll say this as someone who like adores Metroid Prime, especially like if you're playing through Dolphin with the VR headset, it's very, very even better. Um, I, I do like Echoes number two more than one. I feel like one That's can get tougher, right? Hey, That's meant to be even tougher, right? It's really tough, tough, and it can be really yeah. cryptic, but what I found... my I will say this. The only thing I don't like about Metroid Prime is after you face Meta Ridley, and there's, like, this weird, like, oh, you have to, like, backtrack through all the locations you have to do to find, like, this one artifact yeah. and to open one door, like... Like, let's I be clear. I almost, I, I almost finished the game. I almost made it all the way through, but it just yeah. got to the point where I just tried my patience, and I think it was, like, that backtracking part. It was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm not having fun. I feel like I'm, I, I can accept this answer more knowing that if it was if it was like it, if the answer was this is a you bad know, I didn't game. I didn't turn it on and like, play like the first level and just give up. I, yeah, I, I, I just said that I, I love Metroid and like when I that game came out, it's 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 gonna get worse. Trust me. I already made you leave. Get ready to leave again. Um, my second one is Majora's Mask. <laughs> he didn't leave as a blank stare i feel like this is le- less controversial because a lot of people are like you know hold the it's just anxiety man i actually love the world of majora's mask i love the tone i love the dark themes He's i not lo- even listening i love <laughs> i love like the what is it temeria terraria whatever it is like i love the whole setup of it but it's just i can't deal with the fucking constant like pressure of the time I'm and so many, right times being, so many times being in a fucking dungeon and almost beating a boss and having the stupid fucking time run out it's like the thing again it's dark souls it's wasting my fucking time you need to plan your time better <laughs> there's, only like, there's, only like, there's only like three fucking dungeons and the boss fight with georga or whatever is lame it's yeah. just ah. Oh. It's the water temple all over again, but harder. Oh, but those like, dungeons are so. Again I, I, again, I feel like I feel like this is maybe less controversial. Let me, than let me just fucking let me just set the record straight. I didn't just play this and be like, "Fuck that game forever." I try. Yeah. I played it back in the day. 
I yeah. tried playing it on 3DS. Yeah. I fucking played it on 64 again through the Wii U. Mm. You know the last time I tried to play this game? This time last year. I have tried wow. because because I love the whole idea of Dark Zelda and like you've what is it you've met come across an unfortunate fate like all that creepy shit i yeah. fucking love it man like i wish more zelda i love the parts in twilight princess that mirrored that like yeah, yeah, i yeah. love i love the setting of majora's mask it's like custom made for me i want to love it i've spent my entire life trying to love this game and it's just like i just it's it's not fun it just wastes my time I, apparently i have the worst luck in that game because so many times i almost beat a dungeon and just get sent back to the beginning because the time ran out i just it makes me angry just thinking about it. At the beginning, I was kind of like <laughs> held back because it's like a Zelda game. But now thinking about it, I'm getting angry. It's like, no, fuck it. According to me, I'm right. Fuck that game. I, I, I always want to double back on what my answer, my second answer was going to be just out of spite. But maybe we'll wait for that. No, I, 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 I feel like with these two, Majora's Mask is less of a controversial opinion to me than Metroid Prime. Like Majora's Mask is like a game that you either love or hate. Because yeah, of the time mechanic. Plenty of people hate that game as much as you either love it or hate it. Yeah. It's it's not just me. Metroid Prime, I'm kind of I wouldn't say I'm on my own. There's like a small majority of people that also don't like it for the reasons I a don't. A very but, yeah. small majority. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I, but I I think with with Majora's Mask, man, like it, it is the time mechanic is both my favorite thing and least favorite thing about that game. I think that you, game answer me best. answer me this honestly. Yeah. Have you? sincerely tell me have you ever played that game and not got incredibly frustrated with it oh i've gotten frustrated that game super frustrated and and to do with mainly the dungeons i feel like the time mechanic works best when you're doing the bombers notebook stuff where why doesn't it stop in the dungeons i have enough anxiety and like fucking you know like i hate fucking time limits in video games why don't they make a whole fucking game on that (laughs) i never actually never really minded it to be honest I, I I love it. I, I love it because of its sense. I the dungeons in the game are designed so well, and it adds mm. to like the pressure of like really getting through a dungeon. Like what I'll like do is speedrun it. Right. I just yeah. want a version of the game where I can turn off the time thing, and then I can I enjoy it. Ex- I wonder if that exists. Probably. There's you know probably, what yeah, it is. It's it's such an interesting world. I just want to fucking bask in it and enjoy it. And before all the fucking smart asses out there say, "Yes, I realize you get a fucking song that rewinds time and all that shit." Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> this, My, this is sorry, your, this, this is game your came out in 2000, 20 years ago. This is 20 years of pent-up fucking rage this of is... me trying to love it. It's like a bad girlfriend who's just like, hit, you know, assaulting you and it's like, "Oh, I still love her." <laughs> <laughs> this is so You know what? This is you so know what? Inducing. You know what? I love the Zelda series and I just ragged on Majora's Mask so much. It's not even my least favorite Zelda game. And I'm actually, I'll go even further. It's not even my least favorite 3D Zelda game because I know yeah. it would have been easy to say original Legend of Zelda because that is the most cryptic shit ever. Yeah. Um, what is your What is your least favorite 3D game? 3D. Well, this 3D is Zelda controversial because everyone hates this fucking game. Oh, Anyone Scarlet, with a decent amount Scarlet of taste. Sword. Yeah, Scarlet oh, yeah. Sword. I fucking oh, hate that game. I will play yeah. Majora's Mask with my nipples on fire before I play Skyward Sword again. That fucking time wasting, padding, stupid novelty fucking Wii remote. It's not even hitting the spider the right way, and I've done it eight times, and now I'm dead. Fuck that game. I love the music in the sky, though, when you're riding the bird. Oh, it's the best. It's yeah. a bit, you know what the, that game's biggest crime is? 
outside of all the bullshit, like all the, the, the biggest time is there's amazing parts in it that are just buried between like hours of just shit. The just, boss fight against the guy with the arms and the swords is one of the best boss fights in Zelda. So good. I just find the game, the story, so uninteresting and boring. For How what many the game times can we go back and fight that stupid fucking thing with the big feet? Yeah. Fuck uh, that. Yeah, the fucking thing, the the, the, the curse or whatever it is. It just like 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 it's like say if if someone gave you a pitch right about Scarlet Soul going like it's a prequel to all of Legend of Zelda. And it's like that pitch idea is so fucking great, awesome. And then like mm. you have Groose for twenty hours, and you're like, oh man, fuck this game, and like having to go back and forth <laughs> to the surface the entire time. And man, oh, it might be impotent, but it might be not. And will they? Won't they? And also, fires be like, there's a ninety percent of this chance being fucking boring. I'm I love dumb. Zelda's design in that game too. Her, her character design. Oh, it's fantastic. I think the character design as a whole in that game is like tremendous. Like Girohim is great. Like his design. Yeah, awesome. I love the pastel. I know it was controversial, but I really like the pastel art design they went for. It's just yeah. fuck, man. The the time stone mechanic was cool too. It's just buried in padding. Why do you have to redo the dungeons? Yeah, yeah. Fuck that game. You padding cunts. I, I will um. Okay, maybe I should say. Oh, it makes my Sora's mask seem like a cakewalk. <laughs> I I have a it's weird. A lot, hate, a lot of hate to this Zelda. Series. I fucking love the Zelda series, but man, yeah. I, maybe because I love it so much is why I have so much passion when it's when it when it's in bad. my opinion not what I want. I don't want to say when it's bad because I can mm. see why people like Majora's Mask. I can see why I would like it. It just won't let me like it. But Skyward Sword, like. You just like the good moments. You don't like the game. Yeah. Admit to yourself, it's not a good game. <laughs> you just really like the good moments. The uh, ghost ship is cool. The boss with the guy with the swords is fucking cool. There yeah. are cool parts of the game. The entire game is a waste of your time, though. Yeah. It's like, if they just had the... the t- Actually, you know what? I'm going to say this really quickly. Um, and I don't know if this is... I, I didn't think this when it was released, but this was like looking back through the history of Zelda and... And replaying it. I don't like Ocarina of Time. I really don't like Ocarina of Time. There's <laughs> games leaving the conversation. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think like yeah, looking back and actually playing Ocarina of Time in this day and age, it is Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love the game. I love the game. Yeah, I, I love the game, but there is just something off. I think it's like Super Mario 64, where it's, it's just yeah. something just doesn't feel like it. I don't know if the oh, developers just missed it. Or... It doesn't feel complete. It doesn't feel like yeah, a complete yeah, game. It doesn't like, feel complete. Like, I, I went back and played. Money to make the game. That's what I feel like. Like, it feels like they had all these ideas, and, you know, that game had an insanely long development cycle. James is still not back, everyone. Um, he has walked out of the, the room. <laughs> he is, he is, he's he's left the building. Yeah. Um, and it just like replaying it over and over again, and like comparing it to like Link to the Past. And Link to the Past mm. had this really kind of grand story about it. And Ocarina of Time, you want to talk about padding? The whole adult Link era, like time period, is just pure padding to me. Yeah. Like from I, the I remember, I remember the first time playing it, just. I think between the the water dungeon and the next dungeon, I was just like, "What do I do next?" There's yeah. this, there's no indication. There's no there's like no. I mean, back in the day, that that was a thing, but like, 
Like, I don't know. I don't know what you fuckers have been saying in the last like ten minutes. Not that it's any of it is valid because Ocarina of Time is tied with Metal Gear Solid Three as the greatest game of all time, and I don't approve no. of this. Cool, I don't approve of this cool guy hate in the last five or ten years where people all of a sudden come along and act like it's not a game from 1998 and are surprised when it's like, oh, it's not that good. Fuck you, man. <laughs> when that game came out, it was fucking amazing. And if you, like, just get past <laughs> your little peanut-sized brain for a second <laughs> and remember, like, the incredible things, fucking Phantom Ganon coming through the fucking paintings, just, oh, my God, That's I don't right. even have time to explain Every amazing thing about that fucking greatest game ever. Fuck don't, you all. Don't don't get me wrong. When I when it came out, hey, I was in awe of that game. Fucking time mechanic. The Temple of Time being all <laughs> fucked up and like creepy oh, and now shit. Okay with time mechanics. <laughs> I, I can spend as long as I want any part of Ocarina of Time, and I can just hang out, man. I can just explore everything. It's the beauty of the fucking game. I don't have some fucking time mechanic. Some fucking. Oh. <laughs> I, could, I could fucking die in the dungeon and just not be, and not be like, well, it wasn't because of time. It's because I'm a fuckwit and I fell off a fucking cliff. <laughs> Shadow Temple, the fucking Shadow Temple. Yes, it's simple, but it's so creepy and cool. Best tied with Silent Hill Two for my favorite ga- game soundtracks of all time. The Bolero of Fire, whatever. It I fucking great. love that. <clears throat> fucking the oh, de- Oh. <sighs> we, we broke we broke james we have broken i said i didn't like metroid prime it's not your favorite game of all time no 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 and like you I, I feel like you missed, missed the initial part of that what's next metal gear solid 3 is overrated just mindful of the name uh, it's, it's... <laughs> it was gonna get here baby so this is what this is what i stand in ocarina of time is that i feel like it's a really great game right <laughs> objectively a great game but end of sentence all right let's move on objectively my opinion of the game has lessened over the years where like comparing it with it's like other contemporaries like link to the past is a perfect video game and i remember having this what <laughs> I'm just, I'm just fucking with you because you're ragging on Ocarina. <laughs> it was really funny because I, I remember having this conversation with my older brother about this, and he was, I like, actually, I don't be, know. If, I don't know if this is a hot take. Sorry, just real quick. I yeah. think I actually like in, uh, Link Between Worlds better than Link to the Past. I agree with you. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think Link Between Worlds is a better game in every sense of the word. Even a better I love story. Link Between Worlds. Mm. I love Link Between Worlds. It's fucking it's, great. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, like like I remember having this argument with, with my older brother where it's like he's pro Link to the Past and I was pro Ocarina of Time. And I was like, you know, this is this this changed video games. This did and it did. It changed video games. It changed like action adventures. And, like it kind of paved the way for, a, you know, redefining that genre. And he was like, "I just think that Link to the Past is a is a well better crafted game and a better story." Yeah, but- and I'm like, and I went back years later. I'm like, he was fucking right. Honest no, to wasn't. God. No, because <laughs> just looking at the game, uh... like it's a fair comparison to Link to the Past. Because I don't know, maybe this is just me, but like Ocarina of Time just. It's it seems better crafted and more epic because it's more cinematic because it has 3D cutscenes that sell the story. That like going That's over not- a 3D, going over the 3D like Rainbow Bridge thing, the Ganon's Castle. Like I still remember that pulling out that the fucking makes me the Rainbow Bridge made me the most angry in that game because I was expecting Why? something really grand and it's like yeah. you get all the sages together and it's in, then they basically like care bears you to get to Ganon. 
it's like, the one ray of this. light in that dark in that <laughs> dark, dark time. What we, what we really need to do? What about the fucking pirate ship in the Shadow Temple? That part is fucking awesome. Oh yeah, like there's great moments in that game. I'm just running saying, around like, in whole... Gerudo Desert. Like it just felt like oh the Gerudo Valley music. My mm. God, I love that's my favorite Zelda music ever. The Gerudo Valley music. I, I agree with you. I love the Shadow Temple theme. By the way, the music is so well done and and like effective. Like Tied with Silent Hill 2 of my favorite game soundtracks ever. We, we, just, we've got to play. We've got to play a Le- Legend of Zelda game play, game playthrough. I can finish yeah. that game in yeah. like like under three hours. I know it like the back. I don't need guides anymore. Wow. <laughs> oh no, we we got to do a Zelda thon. I think I play it. I, I'd be down with that. Once, at yeah. least once every two years, I play Ocarina yeah. of Time, and I know I've got nostalgia <laughs> goggles on. Because I know I've got nostalgia goggles on, but it doesn't matter because it's just, I just love the pacing of it. It feels like a huge adventure, even though it's I not. I have pacing issues with that game. Hey, absolutely. Between When you're adult Link, like, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of great moments that are stitched together with string. Such as? <laughs> Elaborate. Okay. So it's, okay. Let me see if I can get my, my thoughts out with this. Is that... Because I'm thinking temple to temple and i really like the progression of the way that goes and then the curveball where you have to be young link back at the spirit temple like i love so the way com- that, that goes. so a good comparison would be that like when you're young when you're younger there's a even though you you know you can do the dungeons in i think any order right um mm-hmm. except for i think i always right I don't know. I don't want to say. I, I always did. I, was, I, I always did, did forest, mountain, and then water. water. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah, same, same water, same, same. water as me. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only way you can do them without speed running or something. I, I, I think don't, you're right. I don't know for sure. But yeah, it, it felt like this really like great slow burn. Like you felt like there was God, a- the forest temple with the turning fucking hallway. God damn, I love that game. Yeah, like it's. I, yeah, like I said, when you're young, Link, I feel like there's this really like great climactic build to where everything, the penny drops, where mm. you know, like Ganon infiltrates the, um, uh, infiltrates the light world and shit goes bad, right? That whole first part of the game is so fucking good, and then the second one was like, it felt like all the story beats were excuses for we ran out of time to develop this game, mm. like. Uh, you're, you're in the Temple of Light. Well, we're not going to show you. We're just going to whoop you outside of here. You need to get all the medallions. And they had all these ideas for like different scenarios, but they never really connected together the way that the story really connected together when you're young Link. And I really found that in like playthroughs later on, later on, later on, later on. Like I compare a lot to Link to the past because it feels like one complete narrative. Ocarina of Time feels like two completely separate narratives written at two completely different times in the like development cycle. It feels like really disjointed. I don't- I don't think it's enough of a complicated mm. story to be that concerned about like the disconnects in the narrative. Like I don't feel it because it's a fairly simple story. I, and like I don't yeah. see it so much as like a continuous narrative as I see it as like almost like a coming of age kind of John Hughes thing where it's like, all right, I'm older now. I feel like I can these bigger dungeons that seemed imposing and it's like I'm just a little kid. Now I feel a bit more kind of ready for this shit and they're more complicated. And I feel like the progression of you feeling as a player and becoming more competent as the game goes on is like it's almost representative of leveling up in an RPG, but just doing it as like you're leveling up as a player and you feel like the puzzles get harder. I don't know. I just I know the dungeons get bigger, but just the dungeons get better. Like I love Deku Tree as a as a um tutorial dungeon, 
but I don't really like Goron Mountain, and I hate Jobby Jobby's Belly. They're the worst dungeons yeah. in the game. I feel like yeah. the dungeons get better. Like the Forest Temple is a great dungeon with an even better boss. Fire Temple is meh, whatever. Water yeah. Temple people have dip, people have their complaints about the Water Temple, but it's actually really cleverly designed. Like just I, I'm concept. actually not one of those people. I, I always found Water Temple to be fine, even in the original. Like I never mm. understood like this. Like oh, I have to de-equip these hover boots all the time. It's like. Well, hover boots, um, iron boots all the time, and it's like it's not that big a deal. Like you're, you're doing I mean, that, you're doing that throughout the game. <clears throat> yeah, because you just have the touch yeah. screen. But like, I feel like you're doing that anyway most of the game. Like, start equip, start equip, start equip, start equip the entire mm-hmm. game. So like, doing it for like a dungeon is like no big deal. No, but my, like, my <clears throat> yeah, my perspective on your point is more just when I play that game now. I kind of rush through the young link stuff, and like the adult link stuff is where I spend my time and like that's my favorite part of the game like mm. because after the water temple like the shadow temple is a straightforward easy dungeon like if yeah. you've ever watched um if everyone watches game makers toolkit uh mark brown did uh all the zelda dungeons like one after, yeah yeah one after one he went through all the zelda dungeons and like said which ones he likes and why he likes them and why other ones are too simple and yes the shadow temple is a stupidly simple um temple but i think it's about pacing because the water temple is so taxing and then mm. to go to the Shadow Temple after, it's just about like the feel and the atmosphere. We were talking about Silent Hill too last week. Atmosphere. I love the atmosphere of the Shadow Temple. Oh, and agreed. It's just like every every dungeon. I, it, this might just be because it was right time, right place, and that game was such a big deal when it came out. But I don't have like the fondness for the temples. Almost in, I'm not going to say this for a fact because there are other fucking dungeons and other Zelda games that I love. But just that run of dungeons just feels so special to me as a player, mm. um, and that's was, That's partially nostalgia goals, but that's also just also just partially Nintendo magic. And I don't I don't understand this concept of like the narrative feeling like just excuses for him to get to temple to temple. I don't really feel it. I just feel like I don't. know, Maybe there's not a good reason for this. As like just just get the doodad, get the thing. But yeah. it's like I don't need that. It's a Zelda game. I'm not playing it really for story anyway. But like the overall na- narrative of just like the time mechanic of like everything's fucked you lost yeah. and it was your fault it's yeah. just it's a cool twist like i love moments like that there's not many zelda games where i play it and go oh i remember specific parts in the story like yeah. i love um i like twilight princess i don't really remember anything about that story yeah other than yeah. at the end midna is suddenly hot mm. like that's it <laughs> <laughs> i i i love the, like, is the best example of that amazing totally. game shitty story no, i don't know what the fuck happened in that yeah I, I will say I'll say this like I, in a weird way like I do kind of come to a Zelda story for its narrative not because it's like well written but because it's trying to like I don't know set a world it just felt something felt you know what it is and Harvey said it before and I agree with him is that like it's like going back to Mario 64 and realizing mm. I don't like this game and I get like fatigued about two or three hours into it. And I feel exactly the same way with Ocarina of Time. Like you get to the, you get to Adult Link and it's just like, cause like the dungeons are good in Ocarina of Time. I wouldn't say they're all amazing, but they're like, they're okay. They're fine. <laughs> I feel like Majora's Mask dungeons are I, so far better. <sighs> and so I agree. I agree better. that all the Ocarina of Time's dungeons aren't amazing. Cause I just said how much I just like Jabu Jabu and, um, the first Death Mountain, Goron Mountain, Goron Mountain, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, goes Cavern, but, yeah, yeah. Mm. But even the ones, I, I, it's kind of a weird opinion, I guess, because even the ones that are super easy, I just kind of enjoy 
soaking up the atmosphere. Like I like yeah. the fire temple and shadow temple because I just like being in those places. Like yeah. it's some it's different. I love when you go down mm-hmm. the well as young Link and it's like the creepiest shit. Yeah. No, I see. That's the thing. I kind of agree with you. Like if it was just purely based on vibe, I don't think I'd have this opinion, but it's like when I actually get to playing the video game at that point, especially as adult Link, I'm just like, Oh, maybe it's cause you took a break from when you played it when you were younger, whereas I've been continuously playing it cause it's my favorite game ever. Yeah, maybe actually. Um, just quick sidebar, which yeah. uh, Zelda game do you think has the best dungeons? And um, I'm just going to say straight up, mine isn't Ocarina. That's my favorite Zelda game, but I don't think it has the best dungeons. And it might be another hot take, but yeah. Which, my... Are you going to say Majora? Is it, there's only four, right? Yeah, I would say it's a toss-up between that and... Don't say Breath of the Wild. <laughs> no, Christ, no. That game is the worst. <laughs> it's the worst dungeons. The shrines, yeah. the divine beasts, they're all terrible, like... The um, first time you do one, it's cool, and then you slowly come to realize, oh, they're all going to be. They're like all the this. same, and they're, they're all. The same. There's like a hundred of them. You're like, I don't want to do this again. Actually, um, actually, for me, 2D Zelda dungeons. I love the dungeons uh, in Link Between Worlds. It's mm. not my favorite, but I do I, love those dungeons. I, I kind of want to say between Majora's Mask and Link Between Worlds. Actually, like there's, I I think about my opinion. I feel like as. The Nintendo God struck him down for his dislike of Ocarina of Time. No, no, no. He's 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 in. He's in. No, he's not. He's not in. It wouldn't be a Life is a Fetch Quest podcast without some kind of technical. Yep. Hang on. Hang on. Let's, how do we unmute? Technical thing. Shark like lollipop. And we're back for our break. Spongy make what? It's a shark with a lollipop. Hey, he loves a lo- he loves he's ruined for that lollipop. That's blood. <laughs> it's blood from the person who he ate and stole their lollipop. Now he has a taste for sugar. <laughs> I was gonna do like a foot coming out of his mouth, but I didn't have time. Foot pops. Alright. So games that you love that were critically panned. Oh, now we go. It's your turn. Now that we come my game was... Now that Rob has admitted that he was wrong and Ocarina of Time is the greatest game ever. Show me the record. Show me the record. <laughs> it doesn't with exist. M- Along with MGS3. MGS3 is pretty great. I'll, I will give you that. I thought you were going to lie and try and pretend like it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no one can deny the awesomeness of MGS3. Just play so, so the game... The game that I... I liked personally that is critically panned. Destiny. DMC Devil May Cry. No, that's critically loved though. No, it's not. It it was critically received really well. It's just all the fanboys didn't like it. Look up the IGN score. It's like a nine or a ten. Really? Yeah. People fucking love uh critics love DMC. Just the fanboys don't like it. It's still valid, like you can still go on about it. Mm. But I just wanna like for the record, so we don't get people saying yada 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 like it was critically yeah look 85 percent, 8.9 9 out of 10 it's a great game just the fanboys can't handle the fact that he doesn't have like white hair and shit we have lost he has white hair at the end we have lost any remaining with this episode any potential (laughs) god we just ragged on like regular dante i love the devil may cry games all of them except Mm. for two which everyone agrees is fucking terrible and a waste of time yeah but um i also love dmc and I believe that game got unfairly hated on for trying something new. 
yeah, it's kitschy, it's stupid, but it's it's fun. It's a fun game. Mm. I even I, I even tried to style my hair like his hair. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I I had the I had the Dante haircut. Yeah, yeah. I remember look. playing. I remember playing that Yosavi actually like because I was in the camp of like not necessarily like hating it, but just kind of going like eh, whatever. And you're like, no, you should try this game. I'm like, man, this is really fun. Like it is, dumb, it is super fun. It's yeah, super the switching fun. between the different weapons, like the angel weapons and the devil weapons, is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. It's yeah. really good combat. Yeah, it's better than four. I just the game. The game has great style. It's stylistically fucking beautiful. Like mm. even now as a PS3 game, the art direction on that game is it's Ninja Theory, right? Yeah, yeah, Ninja Theory. Yeah. So published yeah. to Capcom. So Ninja Theory of um the. Uh, the monkey game that they made. What was that? Enslaved. Three- Enslaved. Enslaved. The West, yeah. Yeah. Which is also hmm, really yeah. great, but like never really got picked up. Hmm. So yeah, Ninja Theory. No wonder it's fucking beautiful. Uh, sorry, you can keep talking about DMC. I just, I also love DMC. I wish they would have um, continued down the path of doing like a Devil May Cry and a DMC, and a DMC spinoff. Yeah. 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 Cause just, just the interpretation of Dante, like, like the rebellious kind of, that was fun. Yeah. I like the really um, disgusting bosses too that had like real world versions and then... Oh, uh, yeah, like yeah. the gluttonous one. And the um the fight against the media mogul guy was really yes. clever. Yes, Like yeah. that's the shit I love in games when they do unexpected stuff like that. That mm. was fucking clever as hell. That game is super underrated despite the fact that it's critically acclaimed. Like, you know, can, can I no say accounting a, for taste. Can I say a controversial hot take on Dante's person? Yep. Which I, one? I, I prefer DMC Dante over yes, me too. The original Dante. To be honest, like I went back and played the first three. Three did you fucking amazing? But did you play Devil May Cry Five? No, oh. I, I played the demo of it and I was like, I, I, would, I could get into this and just never ended up buying it. I think I was playing it, a lot, it, lot of Bayonetta to it at the time. It yeah. um, it's good, and then it gets really good when you get Dante. Like right. he just he just takes the game to whole like he can just do everything and it's so much fun. Okay. I um I love both Dantes. I love classic Dante and I love DMC Dante. So haters back the fuck off. <laughs> we got nothing I feel like you're just antagonizing podcast. everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, we there'll be nobody left at the end of this podcast. <laughs> no one will be spared. This is this is how we're meant to be turning around now by sticking up for games that people are like, yeah, I love that game too, even though nobody liked it. Yeah, like even <laughs> like, did you did you like Virgil? Which Virgil did you like? Um, I don't even remember Virgil from DMC because it's been a while. So I don't know. I I love classic Virgils. Oh, the fight with Virgil at the end of Devil May Cry Five is so fucking good. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy because I loved Virgil in three. No, dude, yeah. you you gotta you gotta play Devil May Cry Five. All right, you I, will, I need to- if you're a fan of Bayonetta, this is like Bayonetta times ten. And that's like someone that really likes Bayonetta games saying that. Oh shit! Okay, all right. Yeah, that's all me. I, that's all me alone. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not even. I, I'm not worried for a second that you won't like it. It's 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 good. It's great. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. All right so, me? Rob, what's your what's your what's yeah, your what's, what's your what's your? I, I, I don't think mine's a shock if people have been paying attention to my game taste, but um, God Hand. I mean that was loved um, by fans, but critically fucking panned. There like are infamous IGN score of three out of ten. <laughs> three out of ten. There are numerous like YouTubers who will go to the grave for that game. That game is fucking great. It's like 
has had such a huge cult following, and yet I it's so like jank. It is. It is hilariously <laughs> broken to a like yeah. an amazing degree, but it is so. To me, I, I don't think it's. I, I actually can't remember who directed God Hand. I think it was another. Um, it wasn't Kamiya, but it was. Um, who's the guy? One of the honchos at Capcom. Yeah. Yeah. Clo- Clover Studios. Yeah, Clover Studio. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I, I love it's, it's when you get in the flow of that game, you become unstoppable. But like, literally, anything can just break it for you. Like anything, literally anything. And like, I, I feel like that. Um, like I was talking about before about Hades. Like that game made me just like run up to people and be in their face, and it's so much fun. And the game is so stupid in every sense of the word. There's a Power Rangers battle essentially. As yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's very Genu Force esque. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really it's such a great game. I, I don't understand how it was critically. I mean, I I get I get if you <laughs> if you look at that game from like book by its cover type of thing, it looks terrible for that for that like late stage in the PS2 era, and controlling it was like it's tank controls for an action game. Like who the <laughs> fuck would do that? Like only a nightmare person would do that, but. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm just looking at the giant it's like, bomb review. It's like it's somebody, got, it's some, got him just spanking a woman. Yeah, <laughs> that's about like right. somebody, somebody played Resident Evil and was like, you know what, this can, type of controls could really work well in an action system. game. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Silent Hill is missing combos. <laughs> oh wait, they did that in Homecoming. Fucking idiots. That's what did happens when you get Amer- uh, That's what happens when you get American developers to make a Silent Hill game. Oh, it needs more action and more pyramid head. That's what it needs. Uh, oh God, let's not open that old wound. No, no. It'll be, it'll be Ocarina of Time times two. <laughs> Except that everyone will be trying to kick its face in the dirt. <laughs> Fuck. Um. Yeah. I, I. And I. How do I? How do I put this? I've never engaged the game's customization system for like move sets. Like you know, you remember like Soul Calibur, where you can like, hey, you can do like custom. You can attach like moves to different like combinations and that mm. kind of like custom loadout. Like I've never engaged with that because I've never given a shit enough to do that. <laughs> but like you love nothing. it, but you've just never given a shit. <laughs> I love how they did it in God Hand, where it's like I'm just gonna put uppercuts on every button because I can, and let's see if I can finish the level. Mm. Like it's it is hilariously broken and untested in ways that you just want it to be, and I feel it just like adds to how much fun that game is. That's a good idea for a future podcast. Um, franchises that you wish would come back. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're just looking at Rival Schools. Rival Schools was yeah, Rival Schools is great. Yeah, yeah, I love Rival Schools. That would be all of our choice then. Rival <laughs> Schools bring back Rival <laughs> Schools. Uh, I've got, I've got, I've got something in the the canister for games. I'd love to see a remake or come back. Mm. For sure. Oh, God hand, good choice. Yeah, it's a great game. Everyone should play it. Um, I feel like mine is uh, kind of in similar vein, actually. Absurdist Japanese game that was poorly rated, but um, I fucking love. And unlike my hot takes on uh, the Nintendo games that I don't like, that everyone loves, I am not afraid of the game I'm going to say because I think it's going to be pretty agreeable, at least from Rob. I'm not sure about Harvey, mm-hmm. but uh, a game that I love that wasn't so much critically planned, panned as was just kind of people like fives and sixes. Um, Killer is Dead. I fucking love that game. Uh, Killer Killer is fucking great. I, I've never, uh, it's on my backlog to finish, 
I've never really like went through the whole game, but from yeah. what I played, I'm like, this is exactly what I want. Yeah, it's um, I got it for like tw- I got this like this the ultimate edition like with posters and and figures and everything for twenty bucks in a bargain bin at JP. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it, it's like if you know me it's just everything i want and again it, it's like suda 51 it's like absurdist japanese like it, it 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 feels like wicked city the game to me like yeah. it feels like it, it feels I like gold, that. it feels like golden age like violent adult anime like ninja scroll wicked city mm. um it's you know it's obviously it's got its issues like the the weird mini game where you date women and sneak chances to perv on them and stuff is very so in weird kind of, shit in that game. <laughs> yeah, is, but there's that stuff which is kind of in poor taste. But then there's the weird shit which is just so weird it's fucking cool. Yeah, I remember the opening, uh, the first boss fight is like uh, you're in like an Alice in Wonderland house, and then you fight Alice, but she transforms into like a spider or something. Yep. Yeah, and like her genital area is like a teeth and stuff, and it's just the weirdest shit, and I fucking love it. And if I remember correctly, the character's got like a gun hand or like an overpowered, like huge arm, which you can just have so much fun with. I remember at one point you fight this huge fucking monster, like alien dude that's like the size of a city, and he's got like a cube marshmallow face. And at the what? end, you just sli- you slice up his face perfectly with like your arm, and it's so satisfying. And that game kind of reminds me of Ninja Gaiden. It's like so fucking hard, but then when you get into the flow of it, you just feel like a god. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. There's a great fucking level where you fight a samurai in like a um like a Japanese temple, and it's got like the raked uh stone kind of pathways and mm. cherry blossoms. It's it's like yeah, it's like a, yeah. yeah, it's like a beautiful. It's a beautiful looking game. Like in my opinion, I I, yeah. I just love the art direction in it. It's criminally underrated. It's it's a three ninety nine on the Steam store. What is buy it? There you go. Buy it, go. Right, people. I, yeah. I employ you. I employ you all. Go buy Killer is Dead and and have a great time. Um, what is uh, just out of out of uh, curiosity, Harvey? What is the ranking ratings for it on Metacritic and all that? Because I remember it being fives and sixes. Yeah, IGN five out of ten, seven out of ten from Steam. Steam. So there you go. It's not, it's not like horrible. Oh, there he is. That's the cube guy, mm. the marshmallow guy. You slice him up. It's great. Um, yeah, that game. That game is great. I, I would think, say. I, I, I would say Rob, go back and play it. Um, finish it off. I think just yeah. compared to the other Suda Fifty One games, though, it's it doesn't. It's not as clean. Not as not as like good. That's what I like about yeah. it. It's dirty. It's yeah. dirty. It's it's wicked city. It's it's adult. It's early nineties feeling. You know, mm. it's it's dark feeling. I never played Lollipop Chainsaw. I always wanted to. I I have thoughts about that game. I wanted it to be way better than it was, but I had such, I had a really great time with it. Mm. I, I have never played No More Heroes either, and that's an oversight that, on my part. That one is no really More Heroes great. Really they're good. on they're on Switch now yeah. too. One and yeah. two. They just came out this week. I man, I'd love to see a re release of Flower Sun and Rain. That was um, I think it was released on PS2, then got re-released on DS. So it was like I think it was a game after Silver Case for Super mm. 51. The, the crazy it's thing about Super 51 games is they're all kind of rated badly or mediocre. Yeah, like um, just looking up that one, uh, Flower Sun and Rain. It's like five out of ten, four out of ten. GameStop gave it a five out of five. Go GameStop. <laughs> yeah, they fucking get it, man. 
Um, I, but yeah, it's he's he's such a quiet taste. I love his shit. I love his insanity. Shout out to the damned with the gun that like swears and shit when you shoot people and makes like horrible jokes about penises and stuff. Uh, the, the the giant dick turret scene in that game made me both like realize this game is really stupid. Why am I playing it? But also I, I just playing. He knows it's, he knows what he is and he's not ashamed of it. And I'm all for it. Um, yeah. I did not like the let it die thing because of the microtransaction stuff. Yeah, I was gonna ask about that. that. I, I had a I had a fun time with that game, but I just like I dropped off as soon as it got to the hey, Yeah, the pay to keep win. playing pay, stuff. Yeah, pay to win. Yeah. Which is yeah. a shame because it had potential. I really I'm, like, I'm so glad yeah. that despite the rating the, the bad reviews and stuff, he continues to somehow get money to continue his madness. I guess um his baby is kind of no more heroes. That's the ones that are actually really well received. Azura's Wrath, why is that showing up? That wasn't him. That's a great game. That was the game I talked about the other week mm. where you fight the uh, the god in the, space yeah. with the finger, yeah. Finger, yeah. I wonder if he had any involvement in it. It's weirdly showing up with the rest of his games on Google. Very strange. It's, it feels it as far as wrath from what I've seen from it. It feels it's very fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is no one here from Grasshopper involved from the looks of it. Maybe it's just in absurdity they've just added it there as being similar. I, there, uh, there's never been a better sentence to describe Asura's Wrath as um, on the Wikipedia page. It says, because of its unique style, the game has been described in media as an interactive anime. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's the game. But weirdly enough, that, that's why I like Killer is Dead. It's kind of like an interactive anime. And yeah. uh, I love it for that. I remember from the opening cutscene, I was hooked. I was like, this is what, this is, yes, this is exactly what I want to play right now. And hearing, this, time. hearing this makes me a want to play Killer Z, but b finally get around to playing Silver Case because I remember buying that ages ago, but I never got around to actually playing. And I've always been interested in it because it was Suda Fifty One's first game out. That's got nine out of ten on Steam. Human. Yeah, it was his first game outside of Human Entertainment. Once um once he left the company, I don't know if it's Grasshopper, but I know it was his like first. Mm, yeah, Grasshopper. Game. Yeah. yeah, is Steam the only way to play Killer is Dead now? You can't get it on any, anywhere else. I'm sure you can get it on PS4. I would love to play it again. I had it on 360. Um, but yeah, it seems like our um, our our games that we love was a much quicker, much easier, much quieter, less <laughs> shoutier round than <laughs> than the previous one. Very very much like yeah, you like the game, yeah, the game, the game's great, it's great. Yeah, it's I think we nice all us throwing shit at each other yeah, <laughs> yeah. i think we, we all agreed that the games we liked that no one else likes we at least have that in common <laughs> i i like dmc i don't remember what rob's game is god's hand oh god i hand. like god hand i like dmc and i fucking love killer is dead so yay us um in that sense hmm. i was I, I really lost last seven in god hand never has a box up been more perfect for a video game <laughs> like, like I like the 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 actual original box art is like the hand punching through that guy's mouth. Really, yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what the box art is for Killer is Dead. It's probably like a woman, well, woman's breasts or something in behind like a full moon <laughs> in front I, of a full moon. I feel with like cherry it's, blossoms. Oh, it's the dude. Yeah, yeah he's in front. Of, hey, I've got the moon part right. He's in front of a moon with a katana. That yeah. just that just looks like a game you want to play, doesn't it? He's got like <laughs> yeah. a neo kind of thing going on. I love it. It's a fucking great game. Man, it's got so much fucking style to it. God damn it! Bring it to Switch. 
in HD. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet because they, I guess with Noble Heroes 1, 2, and 3 coming out in it, like you would, That's I'm surprised. Heavy stuff. I'm surprised that they haven't been like, hey, port the rest of your shit to Switch. Yeah. Um, well, they, I mean, they just got around to the Killer is Dead stuff. So I don't know, here's hoping. Suda51, if you're listening to this, you're crazy enough to listen to this podcast. He's the only one list, left listening. <laughs> we love Killer is Dead. Please, please port it to Switch. Yeah. And we we will um... all buy it. <laughs> do we want to uh I, I guess i guess it's over do we want to talk about um because i I'm, I'm really curious to hear about your hades experience and maybe get a chance to talk about some of the oh so we're gonna double dip in hades this week yeah um, yeah okay uh so we, we talked about it during the week and i'm like curious to see where your mental well, i guess is. We're, i guess we're kind of just gonna get into what we're gonna be playing um we get like, yeah, the week ahead, which will probably be a bit more Hades. Um, so I, I've just finished up a shitload of work, and this has been my first week to kind of decompress, and I've actually got a lot of game playing done this week, which has been nice because I've been playing very little games for a long time. Um, and so I had one day where I played Hades for like six hours straight, um, and it kind of yes. broke me. That was like it started off good and by the end of it it was like i don't know if i'll ever play this again <laughs> it maybe got too much of a good thing and then i i played it again and i just played it and i was trying to force it like force play it and mm. it was just i i just was just done um yeah I, without spoilers it's hard to describe but it's just like there's a fucking boss who gets help from another boss the second time you come to see him and it's just bullshit <sighs> and i can't get through it and all the about, things. Are you talking about Achilles? Achilles. No, I'm talking about the Minotaur and yeah, Minotaur Theseus. and Achilles. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's not Achilles. Uh, Theseus. Oh, Theseus. Theseus. Yeah. yeah, that little yeah. shit. Um, and then <laughs> and then beyond that, when you start getting them down, they're like, "Lord Zeus, help me!" And it's like, "Oh, so now you need Zeus's help?" And there's fucking lightning bolts everywhere. Like that's the shit. Right, here we go. Rant energy again. Yeah. That's the shit. That- that's that's the shit that annoys me about the game. It's it's the little like obnoxious things like that. It's like you didn't need to do that. You don't need to have the traps. You don't need to have fucking Zeus help them out. That was already difficult. Fuck you, game. <laughs> and like the, the the annoying thing is, it's like the selling point of Hades over other roguelikes is like, oh, you die, and at least the story progresses or whatever. But the story's kind of stagnated a bit. Like nothing is really happening in it. So I go back and it's like, okay, so that was like nothing. And then I'm back in a fucking room that's the beginning of the next level that I've seen a billion times. And it's just like, it's hard for me to stay engaged. It's like, I'm getting a bit bored of this now. I'm just doing the same shit over and over again, only to get to that fucking Minotaur to get slaughtered. <laughs> do, you kill the, do you kill the Minotaur first or do you try and kill um, Theseus first? I always go for Minotaur first. Minotaur first but yes. like he fucking, go. if you fuck up once, he takes off like half. I made it to them with like three revives and I wasted all my revives on them. The fucking Minotaur hits like a truck. Like one hit is almost your entire fucking health bar. Yeah. Not to mention that other little obnoxious cunt in his fucking shield. You're trying to pay attention to the Minotaur jumping on you and you realize you've got a red cross on you oh, too late. Like, fuck, man. It's just... Not to mention like it's randomized with the fucking Furies now. You might get their incredibly fucking hard like one that's impossible to like get without at least dying once it's just like why are you making this so hard game i don't feel like i'm getting strong enough to deal with this shit i think maybe i just need a break i just i'm not playing it and having fun right now maybe i need to get better with the shield 
I feel like the shield might be the answer. I my my strategy for those assholes is I, I mentioned this the other day, but um that yeah, obviously Minotaur first, but he has a really predictable pattern. So he'll always do that like big swipe, big swipe, and then jump in your direction. So like that's easy enough to predict. The only mm-hmm. other one that's a bit tricky is when he's when you get his health after half um under half and he launches at you and then does a weird spread pattern. Mm. I just try and get behind him as quickly as possible. I, yeah. I have an issue like multitasking and paying attention to both of them, and that's when he gets me. Yeah. You, you got to use the pillars, man. You got to use the pillars. I thought so you have only made it up to... I've, I've watched a lot. Why, why do you have this horrible like thing where you spoil <laughs> games for yourself? I played Last of Us 2, and I was like, man, you need to play it just for the story alone. And he's like, I already know everything that happens. It's like, what's the fucking point of being alive, man? Why did you ruin Last of Us 2 for yourself? Now you'll never play it, and it'll never mean that much. And now I guess it makes sense that I know you never finished Last of Us 1. But I feel like every game I say to you, like, oh, blah, 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 I already know. It's like, why? Why? It's just Harvey and I's conversations are all like this. Like, we'll talk about the game before we even play it. Because we've like looked up the Wikipedia about like what's yeah, the story like yeah. and like look at all these different videos and be like it's yeah that seems like a game I want to play. I, I I don't care if I get spoiled. You're gonna spoil Cyberpunk for yourself? Yeah, I don't care. I, I really, like it's it's it's, a, it's a nothing to me, man. Like yeah. I will enjoy it either way. What about movies? Yep, same thing. Yep. Yeah, I don't care. If you I know the day that movies. um, fucking not Endgame. What was the one before Endgame? Infinity War. Yeah. The day yeah. that Infinity War came out, I was on my way home on a tram and it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. It was the day that it came out. And there was this asshole on the tram just like openly talking about like how um, What's-Her-Face dies, the daughter, Gamora. Gamora, yeah. And it was just like, at first I didn't pick up what he was talking about and then I realized it and I was like, didn't that come out to, you fuck, just casually in an entire tram, like rush hour tram full of people on <laughs> his fucking That's thing to do. <laughs> fucking asshole it's it's really funny <laughs> i just want to give you a five through, through the video bam <laughs> you know what you know i feel like i feel like I, everyone would applaud when i came over and just slapped you in the back of the head you know that episode <laughs> of the simpsons where home is like first thing tomorrow i'm gonna to punch lenny in the back of the head there goes the drink of coffee <laughs> <laughs> I always I, I never worry about spoiling myself and stuff. In fact, my girlfriend hates it because I just want to talk about it and I'm just like staring at her while she's watching. Oh, I can tell on this podcast because you're just like, anyway, this is a thing that happens. Blah 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 blah. Boom. I'm always more interested about like the execution of it. So it's like you say okay, that though, but how same. much worse would it be in Silent Hill 2 if you knew everything the first time you played it? It's a good point, I guess. Like, there are times when it's worth it because they actually pull it off and it means something. Like, yeah. I love that moment when I play a game and it's just like, holy shit, I didn't know they were going to go here or just something insane happens. It's such a great feeling. And I like, I hate the idea that that would be spoiled. I feel like like why I have this thing is that like, it's more minority where things are worth not spoiling. Like, majority of the time, a twist is so shitty that it's kind of like, eh, yeah. I guess you use that yeah. trip to spoil it. Like, yeah, I feel yeah, like I've got I think, that in my head. Yeah, me, well, that's what I mean. It's quite tropey. You've both become yeah. disenfranchised with it because it's like, it's never worth it. But when it is, it's worth all the times it was never worth it. Because hmm. one was, Silent yeah. Hill 2 is worth a thousand shitty Star Wars movies. Because hmm. I, was, I was watching Condor hmm. Season 2 on, uh, <laughs> on, on Stan. 
For a second, I thought you meant Condor Man with Michael Caine from the 70s. No. Do you guys know what that is? No, what the fuck is that? Like, you, know, you, know, you, know, you know Michael Caine from Some Mothers Who Have Them? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. He did a superhero movie in the 70s called Condor Man, where he's like dressed up as a dude with like Batman style wings. Yeah, and he like has a cool car that he drives around in, and it's kind of like this weird mixture of it's like not Michael Kent's Michael Crawford. Oh, sorry, Michael Crawford, not oh, Michael. Oh, okay, all right, all right. Yeah, Holy shit, dude, though, his his wingspan. Yeah, is... yeah, it's ridiculous, Why? right? This is so why it's, it's fucking Frank Spencer. It's oh, it's Birdman. <laughs> Birdman. <laughs> What was his fucking catchphrase in Some Mothers Do Have Them? Oh, fuck. Oh, Welcome to the internet's number one Michael Crawford podcast. He's, I'm looking at, I'm looking at like his car that he's using and I really wish that we like have a recording, you know, video, but it is... Uh, everyone listening to this, look up, just type in Condor Man to Google search and, and try and find <laughs> his car because it is truly insane. Yeah, I had um I had the I had the the novel of it when I was a kid and it had like photos of the movie. Um you know how they have like the photos mm. like in, in the spine of the of the book? And yeah. I didn't buy this or give a shit about it. It was like my grandmother used to work at a school and she would like um, it was like a, a fucking boarding school and the kids would all go home to like England or whatever and she'd clean up the school and just take whatever they left there because it's like they have to throw it out and she'd just give it to me and so one of the random gifts I got was the Condor Man <laughs> fucking, what is it called? Film adaption into a novel? The film adaptation. Yeah, so yeah. to this yeah. day I've never seen the fucking film but I read the book and it's, I know that it exists. It's and a something- Disney movie. It's a and somebody, Disney movie. Somebody Sorry. decided. We, now we know what our, our fucking. Is it on Disney Plus? We're going to do like a YouTube fucking yeah. uh, a, a commentary. A commentary watch of Condor Man. Oh my God. I'm going to check if it's on Disney did, Plus. Did the title of this episode just become Condor Man? With yes, like, it did. Yes, it with did. Like five exclamation marks. And everyone just be like, what the fuck is that? People are going to misread this condom man, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, the, the thing they did with, like, the Phantom, but they changed it into um, a black guy or something, and it was like, don't have, have protective sex in the early 90s. Condom man was actually a thing. What? Are you serious? Yeah, con- it was like an anti-HIV AIDS um, thing run by, like, the cool... Know, the cool people and they were like yeah condom it was just literally bit, um drawings of the phantom but they made him black and they changed they put like a c on his chest and it was like make sure you use condoms don't be shame be game that's yeah. his tagline so there you go now you guys wow. are talking about condom man and condom man yeah uh also condom man is a website um condomman.com.au <laughs> Is a uh, so there is a condom, there's a condomman.com, which is an online retail of condoms and healthcare products headquartered in Valencia. Oh my god, it's on Prime! Condor Man is on Prime, Amazon Prime. Is it seriously? I'm watching it tonight. I'm gonna go to (laughs) see the rent. 
two dollars ninety nine to rent. Two ninety nine to rent. Is it worth? It? Guys, you really four and a half stars. <laughs> four and a half. Imagine if it's actually good. I can't imagine. Look at the front cover. Is that even Michael Crawford? Oh my it god. Like, it looks like a different person. Guys, can can I walk you through the condomendo.com.au website? Sure. Um, okay, so first slide is to serve and protect. Stay safe out there. There is the Hall of Lustus. Um, there's a there's Lustus. Lustus. Um, there's a condom quiz with the tagline "There's a hero inside us all." Should I take the quiz? Sure. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the We're quiz. We're doing it, baby. I, I feel like this is something we have to do on, on like a live stream or something. Yeah. People need to see this. The um, Hall of Lustus. Massage oils, adult toy shop. I can't believe Condom Man is still going. Oh, by the way, shout out to Condom Kingdom and um, Service Paradise. Yeah, <laughs> peace out. Um, do you guys you, want to help me? Take- you, you confused me for many years as a child, Condom Kingdom. I didn't know what you were. Um, you guys want to help me take this quiz? Because Condom Man is here to help. <laughs> At Condom Man, we have a large range of products to help you find which of the products are best suited to you. Take the Condom Man quiz. I would love to take the quiz. Um, which material? Okay. Why is there a quiz? Multiple, multiple choice questions. You guys get to choose. Um, what material is your super suit made of? Are you doing that? Ah, uh, okay. We've got in front of us as well. Okay, so uh, which one do you guys texture latex? Latex, thin latex, thick latex. These are all latex. Textured no latex, latex. non latex, no suit. I right, guess no one? suit is the bad answer because it's a condom man store. Right? Textured latex. Yeah, let's go textured. Got all those all little right. Superman logos. What are your superpowers? Rainbow Blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go Rainbow Blast. Rainbow Blast. Um, other attributes slash skills? Utility belt. You know, he's got some stuff in that. That's right. Um, products found. There we go. <laughs> we didn't even get a score. They just gave us products. What the fuck is this quiz? I think it's just a. See, kind of, kind of things. What the? It's just a way to get you to the gallery of. Oh my god, there's so many dildos in front of us. There's a um, there's a uh, um, a relaxing anal glide lubricant called <laughs> Analyze Me. Um, okay, so um, back to whatever the fuck we were talking about <laughs> yeah, before. Let's, let's, let's go back man. on topic. How did we get to Condor Man? I'll so be was, interested watching, to go back. I was watching Condor the, the news. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Sorry two, about that. Season two on Stan. Because spoilers, yeah, that's yeah. Season two on Showtime, it's very tropey, and I could predict predict the show like three episodes in advance. Because mm. it's it's like a spy thriller, and it's like, yep, this is gonna happen. Lo and behold, three episodes later, it happened. Mm. I won't spoil it for you guys because I know how. Much I'm never gonna watch it. James hates spoilers, but I don't care about spoilers for things I'm never going to watch. <laughs> like if someone. <laughs> to me like hey you'll never guess what happens at the end of bridget duran's diary it's like i don't give a shit yeah well it's it's like it's like he he do you know what happens at the end of bridget duran's diary no, I have no idea. is that anyone do you know rob i have no I've idea watched it. I, I watched it and i could not tell you what the story of that movie is all right let us know let us know on social media what happens at the end of bridget duran's diary that's right feel free feel free to make it actually better than it is like tell us that it ends in like an anime duel where she pulls out a fucking katana and fights a giant marshmallow man or something that's also her true love wait is this the Hugh Grant one yeah oh. he aged really badly by the way actually I can't help but like Hugh Grant and I know that's wrong like it's just so awkwardly charming he, him in this uh, whole thing 
Have you seen the gentleman? Oh no, yeah, no. I was surprised to see he was in the gentleman. Yeah, he's he's so ugly. Wow. He's so ugly in the gentleman. He his hair was so floppy once upon a time. Yeah. He looks like we all do because we can't get haircuts in the lockdown. Oh my god, he looks like he looks like Jack Nicholson, but thinner. What the fuck happened to him? Yeah, right. He aged really badly. Yeah, I'm so I'm sure you're all enjoying this on an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Visual visual representations of Hugh Grant. That uh, is that, that is exactly kind of what I expected Hugh Grant to look like. Andy Malone makes his comeback from episode one. He's he's in he's in the game. Uh, he's in the movie. The love child of Muggsy Bogues and <laughs> Bubsy Malone, the gangster. <laughs> Does everyone remember Muggsy Bogues? That fucking ad where he did like a somersault, he dribbled between the other basketball players' legs and then did a somersault dunk over the top of him. It was like a Pepsi ad or something. Sprite? I think it's a Sprite ad. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What the fuck have we been playing other than Hades? I'm done talking about Hades. Uh, Yeah, I'm... I, I, I'm going to sit out of this one because all I've been playing is Hades and I need to stop. I need a fucking right, copy. I, I've been playing a lot we've, of... we've been playing Ghost. Ghost of Tsushima. There you go. You yeah, how's it all gone? <sighs> Legends. You need to so play good. with us, man. Yeah, you got to join with us. We need to. We, we need a yeah. third. We need a third. We've, we've figured out the sweet spot is a third. Because okay. if, if we just play with the two of us, it's overwhelming and we get destroyed. But if we play with um, two randos, it's too easy. And they also don't pay attention to the bonus mm. objectives, which mean we get less loot. They just play for kills. Mm, but okay. like with three people communicating, that's the point where it's not too easy. It's challenging, but it's doable. And mm. it's also more fun. Yeah, like like the um, survival mode is is actually doable. Mm. If you got mm. It's very much that Helm's Deep feeling of like we are on the cusp of being fucked up, but I think we might make it if we mm. like work mm. together. Well, now that I've got my PS4 connected again... I'll be joining yeah. you guys this week sometime. Let's do it. Do it. Let's do it. Well, I would recommend you go Assassin. It's the most OP class. But if you go Ronin, we could deal with we could use a healer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it actually like um I read in the articles, like Ronin in late game and in raids is really good. It's like like the most useful I think you need one for the raid. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Just for the heals, mate. Just for the heals, you need a Ronin. All right. But actually, like, the most OP weapon, like the legendary weapon, is a bow, apparently. Hmm. So you you picking Hunter is, like, the top top tier in the meta right now. Yeah, I, Hunter was the first one I picked because it's the only female character, and I thought she looked badass. But um, Assassin is, was my second pick after I leveled up my Hunter, and it, it just seems so OP from the get-go. Like, it's easily the most beginner get the most kills character mm. um but yeah the hunter's fun if you're good at the range stuff i don't know i wish there was more variety in the classes i think we talked about this um mm. they just don't feel different enough they all kind of feel like lesser versions of Jin. um but there's something about it that's very like it keeps you coming back like it's fun it's fun with friends i don't like solo queuing in it but um okay I just love games. I love fucking Helm's Deep style games. I fucking love the Two Towers game back on GameCube in the Helm's Deep level. So good. So much fun. Remember Return of the King? Yeah, because it was co-op. It was two-player. Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing Two Towers and being like, why isn't there a co-op for this? It would be so fun. And then they the crazy bastards, they went and did it. (laughs) I I remember 
I got that game free with pizza from Pizza Hut. Free <laughs> with pizza. Yeah, like it was that beautiful era where like you'd get Pizza Hut and it's like they just give you like a, a PC. Like I got The Sims 2 from Pizza Hut. Like I just remember getting, PC. I remember getting Age of Empires in like the like cereal box. Cereal box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Nutri-Grain had it yeah. for a long time. Yeah, I got Return of the King from Pizza Hut and it was only like a year after it came out. Oh free. man, that's fucking great. Bucks. What a great game to get, like why, a free. Why don't, why don't games do those kind of promotions these days? Imagine getting like like Dark Souls with like you'd fucking hate it. I'd fucking hate it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you well, keep like, it out of spite. I'd get a copy of Metroid Prime in my cereal box, and <laughs> yes. Rob would get <laughs> Rob that? would get Fantasy Star. What's a triple oh, A title from last year? Destiny Two. They made it free to play. Yeah, but that, that doesn't count. Speaking of which, Destiny News! How's it going, Harvey? <laughs> so everyone's preparing for the Beyond Light expansion next week. Same timing as the Xbox launch, Xbox series launch. Um, Eight days, baby. Eight yep. days away. They released a new trailer. Hey. Um, another trailer and another <laughs> So this week at Bungie. Um, showcasing the new legendaries and... Just new gameplay, the and, the new raid as well. But so. just to be clear, you haven't played it in the. Last I haven't week. played it in the last two. We're weeks. weaning them off. We're winning the battle, folks. No, like no one in yes. no one is actually playing it. I think Destiny Two is doing the biggest the biggest job of that for us. Just the game itself is just weaning it, weaning them off it just by being awful. <laughs> Maybe awful. like doing all these Destiny it's updates good. is actually like <laughs> helping <laughs> wean them off it. <laughs> It's it's just it's just that point where there's like no new content, so there's like no point to play. You Do know? your friends that you met on Destiny Two are they messaging you like jilted ex lovers, being no. like, "Where are you, man? You remember the times? No, nah, they're also the times <laughs> we spent together. They're also on Genshin Impact at the moment. Like Genshin. Oh, uh, of course they are. Uh, <laughs> all the gotcha games. Yeah, it's it's the looter shooter. There's a reason the, I fell yeah. off Destiny Two and Genshin Impact roughly about the same time limit it was like a day or two it was like all right i've had enough yeah um anyway so yeah that was destiny news destiny news get it now yeah baby um (laughs) (laughs) making it worse every week that's the point i'm gonna he's making it more perfect every week i'm gonna do like a i'm gonna do like a tom waits version next week it'll be great What the fuck was that sound? <laughs> it's my Tom Waits, but it's not picking my, my voice up when I do it that way. <laughs> uh, what, what else do we want to... What other news stuff we want to... What, what current shit do we want to get on? You, you, you recently watched The Social Dilemma. Oh, yeah. Netflix. That's you, terrifying. What did you think of that? Have you seen it, Rob? No, it's on my watch list. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. It's I okay, don't really know. Spoil it for me. <laughs> I don't really know how much I have to say about it, other than just like I kind of suspected, and now it's confirmed my fears, and it's terrifying. Who's that guy on like the guy with the dreadlocks? Oh yeah, the crazy looking guy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, for anyone that doesn't know what it is, I'm sure everyone knows what it is. It's been Jaron Lanier. It, yeah. It's been all over social media. Basically, your phones are evil little things with uh, supercomputers with algorithms without feelings uh, basically on the other side of your screen judging you and manipulating you in ways that you can't even imagine you're basically not even in control of like what you're doing when you're looking at your phone it's all been pre-programmed 
by very clever people who regret what they've done. And those people are being interviewed going, I don't let my kids even use social media because of what we created. Jesus. It, it really, it really goes into the ethics of, of what, um, you know, the, the fourth, the fourth state, the fifth state, which is like social media now and how, how like they've lost the control of what's, it's basically mm. a super it's AI. It's away from them. Yeah. A super yeah. AI is running this. It's thing. Skynet. Yeah. Fuck that. And we're just being programmed by this computer. Yeah, we're not even in control yeah, anymore. It's like the Pavlovian response. They also get into the political side of it with the 2016 election, and that's just real depressing because we're still facing the ramifications mm. of that now. Not to yeah. get too political on a games podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's a good watch. It's interesting. Uh, maybe when you watch it, this is advice for people out there and also Rob, maybe when you watch it, just have something set up after to play that brings you joy or something else to watch because it will leave you in a terrified, depressed state. Oh, <laughs> but man. But it's, it's worth watching. All right. So, Rob, what about you? Hades. Um, yeah, Hades. Again, I, I, I'm actually, I think I'm getting to the point where I'm kind of like ready to start moving on if I can't get past this part of the game. Like, it's just getting too tough, like mm. the difficulty stuff I need to do to get to the next thing. So I might actually give it a break this week and, and play a little bit of Hyrule Warriors. Age of Calamity. Play, play some ghosts. Play some ghosts with you guys. Join um, us. Join us. Uh, um, trying to think what else this week. I was thinking of busting out um i'm i'm actually probably gonna restart silent hill 2 because uh, my girlfriend hasn't seen it so might walk her through that game please tell be... us that um she got into it after she listened to the podcast last week we convinced someone we convinced one person <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> um but that's it for me man um rest of the week will just be unpacking and catching up on work um mm-hmm. Yeah, I might start getting back into the game desk stuff this week now, once everything kind of sorts down for a bit. Um, that's me. Just, yeah. I feel like I'm going to try and find a copy of Killer is Dead. I've really kind of willed myself back into wanting to play that game again. Do you have a decent, decent PC or, like, is it available, Mac? Uh I've got a decent enough PC to make games on, so I should be able to play Killer is Dead. It's more just about, um, I don't like mouse and keyboard. I can try, try and get my PS4 working on it or something ps4 controller yeah yeah nowadays it's it's pretty straightforward to like it's definitely yeah the Mm. connectivity so anything else you want to mention there harvey you want to move on Uh, yeah the mile i just want a quick shout out to the miles morales um uh spider-man game just released a trailer showing the into the spider-verse costume and it's fucking amazing Mm -hmm. it's animated separately to everything else in the game so it looks like it's from the movie so oh. he's he's animated like on twos, he look and um the pow and the thwacks happen when you punch people. It's oh, fucking cool. great. Shit. I'm gonna play the whole game in the into the Spider Verse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will stop me. <laughs> I just I just wish they um would would do both of his costumes so you could also use the hoodie one with the Jordan ones, but they probably can't get the license for them. They can just do yeah. a fake version. I don't know, but yeah, that trailer is great. Um, I was already all in on that game and then they showed spider cat and i was like i'm even more in and now there's an into the spider-verse costume and it's like all right yep just give me the game is, is that your first <laughs> game on series s or? it's a it's a sony exclusive oh, i'll be playing on ps4 because i can't get a ps5 because you're all a bit too excited aren't you to play <laughs> <PS5. laughs> and you wouldn't let me get one so i 
I joined the enemy and joined Xbox. I might, I might get one. If I can still get one. Probably, probably oh, you, next year. You can't get, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get one yeah. next year. But yeah. you can't get them you can't, you can't. until like late next year. I don't know. I really fucking hate the way it looks. It's giant and it's ugly. And I'm kind of want to just, if I can wait till the smaller version comes out, I will do it. Did did you know, like on the on the screen, there's little X's and O's and triangles and squares, like on the screen, on on, on the on the cover, sorry, and even on the controller, like there's little embossed X's and O's and squares. Uh, oh, that's a cool detail. It's so good. It's, but also, it, it gives if, it like a leather feel. If they took less time doing that, they could have made more of them, and we <laughs> could have possibly had one. <laughs> I would take I, an, a, a, I would take a PS5 if it didn't have X's and fucking O's on it, Sony. That is cool. I, I want I want a giant router next to my router to play video games. <laughs> oh, it's so massive. I don't even know where the fuck I would put it. It's so God. good. I it love everything like a, about the design. It looks like a pregnant, like badly made stingray fucking car from the fifties <laughs> without wheels or something. So ugly. So fucking ugly. It reminds you of like the 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 female robot from Wally. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's a ballsy design. It's yeah, it's it is. fairly stupid, but I it's, love it. It's, it's it's there's a part of me that Sony. there's a part of me that loves the fact that they swung for the fences and we're just like let's just, just do something fucking stupid because they've just done black boxes for so long now. But yeah. I don't know. I can't stand behind that. Literally, who wouldn't be able to see me? <laughs> <laughs> all right Avi, what are you playing, are you um, playing the next, this week? i will play play more ghosts um get back into destiny get ready for the new release yeah. <laughs> oh, did I, sorry did i make a sound that came from me <laughs> uh, I, um, it, it, I thought it came from me because that's exactly how i was feeling at the time <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I might get like a, a game on Steam. I'll, there's, there's like a lot of Steam sales at the moment. So, get Killer is dead. Yeah. Mm. Get Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. I just saw it there and I was like, what the fuck is that game doing there? Oh, yeah. Should we mention this is probably the first podcast we've done that Cyberpunk got delayed again? Wah, wah, wah. Wasn't it just last week we were talking about how we kind of had misconceptions about whether that game could yeah. live up to the hype? And now, do we all feel validated? Yep. Yep. I think I, 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 Sorry, go. They, I, all I wanted to say was they came up with the delay and I said, cool. I, I remain fuck? super not shocked. How the fuck does a game get delayed after it's gone gold? That's what it, I want to know. That's that meant to be the sign. Reason. That's meant to be the calming sign they use in advertising to be like, don't worry, it's actually done now. Not when you're dealing with CD Projekt Red, motherfuckers. It's amazing to me. I don't that, even care like, anymore. Like the hype, uh, my hype for the game is just completely gone. I, I just, I just love the fact that the game, like uh, Cyberpunk 2077, has delayed other games because they've moved into December, yeah, and other they games deal with it. don't want to compete because there's so much hype about it. What do we think yeah. at this point? Should we start? Should we start betting on it? Like possible biggest bust ever? I think you can bet on it. Biggest bust in gaming history. I wonder what the odds would be. I, <laughs> what would be worse? Would it be worse if it was complete shit, or would it be worse if it was just mediocre? Mediocre. I think mediocre would be worse. Yeah. We see. We've seen it with No Man's Sky, where it's like No Man's Sky wasn't necessarily bad. It just like wasn't finished. 
and then the internet basically tore Hello Games 13 new assholes. Mm. Mm. And that Sean, what was his name, Sean Murphy? Yeah, Sean Murphy. He was like the face of it that got the brunt of it. Yeah, poor dude. <laughs> the face <laughs> of it that got the brunt of it. <laughs> like Strangely put, but put nonetheless. That, yeah. that kind of works. I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm so cautious about Cyberpunk. Um, one quick thing I want to mention in a bit more of a positive light. Did uh, anyone watch the Demon Souls trailer in 4K for PS5? Not really. I saw, I saw it during the PlayStation, um, what do you call it? The lineup trailer. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see what, P- what, what next-gen games, are, like a hint of what they're going to look like, that trailer is incredible. We've already like ragged on like how we don't like Dark Souls games, but just... The, the detail and the clarity, like the game looks mm. amazing. Mm. Yeah, It's so crazy that the best looking next gen game is a remake of a game from PS3. <laughs> that but, was um, yeah. incredibly janky and not great looking. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all gameplay and it shows about two bosses and it's just, it's real pretty, man. It's real pretty. I would, I would, I would advise everyone mm. to watch it because it's, it gives me hope. It, it, it looks, it's the closest thing to the Unreal 5 uh showcase thing they did pretty much looks like that wow okay holy shit yeah i might be overselling a little but it looks real nice you won't be disappointed all right at one point he fights some giant spider boss and every single tiny little detail is just like on display and it's fucking great oh my god okay i think i know which boss Hmm. that is actually the one that like vomits out the oil and then lights it with its breath yep. and you have to yeah yeah you'll enjoy it then you'll enjoy watching it okay it's good it's good it's a good time i haven't watched borat 2 yet really want to it's good it's good i will Maybe do that this week, for yeah sure. i might i might check that out so we can talk about it next week yeah i i, I don't want to spoil it for james with this no it's 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 it, please <laughs> comedy <laughs> spoilers comedy spoilers i would argue are the worst because like who, why would you spoil a joke, you know? You wouldn't ruin a joke. It, you wouldn't download a car. You wouldn't you wouldn't shit you in wouldn't a steal your grandma. You wouldn't shit in a policeman's hat. And then, and then give, give it to his widow. <laughs> IT crowd for the win. Oh man. Alright, so yeah, we've uh, covered what we're doing next week. Um any any final thoughts, any any parting words? Any words, any gems that you guys want to? Um, not really. Uh, when we catch up next week, it will be the day before the 10th. And when I when I get my Series S, so I, I guess that'll be... You mean the day before Destiny to be online? Oh, yeah. No, that'll that'll, that'll, that'll be the first thing I play on, on my new Xbox. <laughs> are you going to just suddenly appear and be like, Hey, James, uh, you're going to download Destiny 2 on uh, Series S so I can... So I can see what it looks like. I'm just gonna send you, send you a bunch of DMs. Cyberpunk <laughs> was gonna be my fucking game that I played on Series S and was like, "Hey, this is the reason to have this." And now it got delayed, so I'm just like, "What am I gonna fucking play on it?" Destiny Two. No, I, I guess I guess I'll just get Games Pass and catch up on all the like Gears of Wars and stuff that I've missed out on over the years because mm. I like I like those games. Some of those are good. Yeah, the Halos. Mm. I haven't played some Halos. That'll be fun. I think they've got the um, Master Chief Collection on Game Pass. Yes, they do. So that'll be fun. I'll play Halo 1 again on a new console. I really like the Xbox controllers. I never had a Xbox One, but it, it, was a real, it was a nice feeling controller. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. It's my favorite control is Gen. I haven't even Until seen the series. Like, wait, 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 wait. The original Xbox? No, oh, the Duke. The no. big Duke. No, 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 I no, no, get no, no. hand cramps from that thing. I was a child <laughs> trying to play Marvel's Capcom 2 on that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I felt like a small boy who had landed on a planet and was trying <laughs> to find where the fucking buttons were. <laughs> oh, here we go. These are my choices. Watch Dogs Legion. Well, I've already got that one. Wow. <laughs> For the wrong console. Wait, wait, go back up. Uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. No, thank you. I'm done. I don't know what the ascent is. Medium. I don't know. Maybe just Games Pass, man. Games Pass it is. What's yeah. the medium? That looks like survival mm-hmm. horror. Maybe that's my jam. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'll be playing. Legendary composer. Some guy. Fame. Oh, really? Yep. Are you serious? Yep. So this game called The Medium on Xbox. Akira mm. Yamamurka. Holy shit, this shit. game just went up up to the top of my list. Mm. Looks like your day, that's your day one. Uh, Rob, you'll you'll find this um, interesting, but actually on my way here, I got off the tram a couple of stops earlier so I could walk to Harvey's because I was listening to the Silent Hill 2 soundtrack in my headphones and I just wanted to see what it was like to walk around an empty city and park while listening to Silent Hill 2. That sounds like my nightmare. That's the best. <laughs> it was great. On As I got off the train, it was kind of like um, the theme song was playing and it was kind of like rocky and like down, 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 down. But then I kind of walked past the park and 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 Alone in Town came on and things got a bit creepy. No. By the time I got to his apartment, it was very kind of like, oh, this is great, but I'm terrified of everything. Safe house, you reached the safe house. Yeah, I, I, right. just, can you imagine if like white noise started playing right before you got into his apartment building? Oh, I it did over my but, um, shoulder. Promise did though, which is my oh, favorite one. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It made Harvey's apartment seem like very, um, I don't know, like quirky and kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just looking for the red square next to his elevator <laughs> to save my game. <laughs> Purposely just walking around like a survival horror fucking character, just badly Tank turning and yeah, walking back. You're like pouring, go grabbing a beer, and you're like bending down just in that really rigid way to the fridge. What the fuck are you doing? I do that awkward animation when James runs into a wall, he puts his hands up like a weirdo. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know the one. Um, Alright, yeah. so that's us for this week. Rob, do you want to send us off? Well, don't say, don't say any of our social medias because we're just going to get bombarded with like, how dare you hate <laughs> uh, Fantasy Star and... Come uh, at us, like, motherfuckers! Like and shit. Yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah, this is an invitation to our social media. Tell us why I should give a <laughs> shit about Fantasy Star 4. And don't yeah. say it's a great RPG. Um, just like, address yeah. it to Rob. Don't address it to the other two of us. Yes. It's just yeah, for just, Rob. Just, just address it to me. Save, save the other guys silently. Look, we are on uh, Instagram, Twitter. So Instagram, we are, um, I believe, at Life is a Fetch Quest. Yes. And on Twitter, we are at Life is a FQ. Um, don't forget to share this around with your friends. Um, follow us on Spotify. And your enemies. 
and your enemies, <laughs> especially your enemies, and especially if they don't like Ocarina of Time, because they can be my buddies. Um, <laughs> don't forget to follow, share it around, um, give some feedback. And um, Harvey, would you like to say our patented sign a phrase? He doesn't have one. He's uh, <laughs> Russell oh, Sprout. Oh. Oh, he hates that. <laughs> I thought you meant the beautiful fuck you, but okay. Oh, that's that's my one. But I said, uh... <laughs> well, the last episode ended with the random Destiny news jingle, but I don't think we need to do that again. No, <laughs> we are fine. We are fine to leave that. That's um, perfect. All right, thank you all right. very much, and see you next time. Thanks for watching. Oi.